Hey, what's up? Realms of Peril and Glory will begin after these short messages. Who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Some of you may think a podcast about representation, it's not for me. But if you're a human being, then the podcast Reppin is for you because we all represent something as people. So are you interested in knowing what you have in common with your favorite actors to best-selling authors and leaders in different genres? On Reppin, you'll meet notable people you think you know, You'll see what they show up for, and you'll see what they represent. It's an insightful, feel-good show, hosted by me, Evelyn. So come and take a listen. Reppin is available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd like to thank our patrons, Rachel Smith, Brandon Bellotti, and Sharon Lee Baker, for their support in making this series possible. If you'd like to join them and get ad-free listening, bonus shows, and even more, then head on over to patreon.com slash light and tragic. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Realms of Peril and Glory. I'm your games master, James Barbarossa, and today I am joined by Maddie Searle. Hello. David Pele. Hello. And Ella Watts. Hi. How's everyone doing? Good, thank you. Yeah, awesome. pretty good. Amazing. Well, today we're going to be playing You Awaken in a Strange Place. It's a fully improvised RPG system designed entirely by the wonderful Jacob Andrews from Drawfee. Uh, so huge shout out to Drawfee Show on Twitter, YouTube and Twitch. It's an excellent drawing show where four very talented artists draw audience submitted challenges. Uh, you Awaken in a Strange Place is designed to be a fully improvised game with three core tenets. One, everyone comes to the game unprepared. Two, Anything the GM or the players say about the world is true. And three, the game must be finished in one session. So essentially, we're going to be coming up with a, a world together and, and having a fun time. It's very player driven. So I encourage everyone to, you know, take control a little bit. You know, this is your world. I just have to roll with the punches. You know what I mean? I'm excited to make the flying spaghetti monster real for you, James. Oh, good. Great. <laughs> uh, yeah, amazing. Uh, awesome. So everybody should have a 2d6. First of all, we are going to be coming up with what sort of world we're going to be playing. So I would like everybody to roll me a 2d6 and tell me what their answer is. Ella, what did you get? I got a 1 and a 6. Nice. So seven added together. Fantastic. So Ellie, you got a seven. David, what did you get? I got a three. Strong, strong start with the numbers. 
fantastic. And Maddie, what'd you get? I also got a three, so Okay, great. <laughs> so well. you two you two roll again. Uh, okay. David, what'd you get? I got a six. Nice. And I got a nine. Fantastic. So we will go Ella, Maddie, and then David. So uh, just, Ella, I would like you to um, silently come up with a genre, for example, Western. Maddie, I would like you to come up with an adjective to describe what sort of place we are in. And David, you are coming up with the actual location that we will be in. Everyone good with that? Yes. All right. You'll let me know when you've got one. I mean, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Ella. What genre are we playing in today? Post-apocalyptic sci-fi fantasy. Ooh, sci-fi fantasy. Uh, Maddie, what is the uh, adjective? The adjective is, quite appropriately, desolate. A fantastic. And David, what is our location? Uh, yeah, the location I've got is a cavern. Ooh, so we will be playing a post-apocalyptic sci-fi fantasy in a desolate cavern today, everyone. <laughs> Let's come up with like a that's, story that's, based that's around combined that. pretty nicely. <laughs> yep. Now, uh, in the same turn order, I want all three of you to come up with one statement about the world of the game. Ella's got it. Maddie, you got one? Yeah. David, you got one? Yeah, I got one. Excellent. Ella, tell us something about this world. In this world, the sun stopped rising. Nice. Maddie? Uh, bit of a contrast. In this world, unicorns are real, but they're really mean. <laughs> unicorns are real but mean. And David? Uh, I swear we didn't confer. Mine is that uh, the world is lit only by the moon and stars. Makes sense. That I mean, hey, that's just a combo, man. <laughs> only by the moon and stars. Fantastic. It's absolute chaos. It's amazing. Right. Um, now we are going to go in the same turn order and we are going to come up with some characters i would like all three of you just to come up with a basic idea for a character it can be anything ella what's your character a bioluminescent fish man whose name is sparkles edwardson okay great uh maddie uh tell me a little something about your character. my character is called banshee mcbain and is a very goth orc fantastic uh and david uh, my character is Samuel Georgeson, the pirate who is afraid of the dark, but pretends he isn't. Fantastic. What was the name again? Uh, Samuel Georgeson. Samuel Georgeson. Excellent. Now, right off the bat, we are going to start coming up with some things that your characters are good at. Ella, I want you to tell me one thing that Sparkles Edwardson is great at. And, and I, I, it could, if it could be sort of like something we could compress down to a verb. Mm -hmm. Um, hunting unicorns. Unicorn hunting. Awesome. Ella, can you tell me something that Sparkles Edwardson is is pretty okay at? He's not amazing, or she's not amazing, or they are not amazing, but something they're pretty good at. Uh, they're pretty okay at hmm, swimming. Swimming? Fantastic, fantastic. Fair. They're not great at it, so they, they got bullied in Fishman School. <laughs> it's actually a source of great shame for them. Um, but uh. Excellent. No, that's perfect. Fishman School. Sparkles was bullied. Cool. And could you come up with something that Sparkles is kind of bad at? 
Talking to people. Talking to people. And one thing that Sparkles is terrible at. Hmm. Uh, climbing? Perfect. Uh, checks out. Teach a fish to climb a tree. So, <laughs> uh, Ella, I would like you to write down that Sparkles Edwardson has a plus two to unicorn hunting, a plus one to swimming, a minus one to talking to people, and a minus two to climbing. Everybody else, your characters have a zero in all of those stats. Maddie, tell me something that Banshee McBain is great at. Banshee McBain is great at killing people with indie uh, vinyl. Fantastic. Does Banshee McBain work at Dark Owl Records? Uh... <laughs> Do, you, do they kill people with the vinyl disc? Yeah, they or? like throw them like a throwing star and like slash their necks open. Neat. Uh, At the start of Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Great. Tell me something that Banshee McBain is pretty good at. Banshee McBain is pretty good at writing angsty poetry. <laughs> cool. Tell me something Banshee McBain is kind of bad at. Dancing. Dancing. Perfect. I always love it when people say dancing because I know exactly what I'm going to use that for in the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact same thing I did in the last game as well. It's amazing. Yeah. And finally, tell me something that Banshee McBain is terrible at. Terrible at being stealthy. Being stealthy. Let's say sneaking. Can we say sneaking? Sneak. Yeah. yeah. Being terrible at sneaking. Fantastic. So, uh, Banshee McBain, you have a plus two in indie vinyl killing a plus one in angsty poetry writing, a minus one in dancing, and a minus two in sneaking. Everybody else, you have a zero in each of those. Only fair. Now, Samuel Georgeson. Yeah. Can you tell me one thing you're amazing at? Astrology. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, can you tell me one thing you're pretty okay at? Cooking. Can you tell me one thing you're kind of bad at lying lying was a classic and one thing you're terrible at sailing so uh samuel you have a plus two in astrology a plus one in cooking a minus one in lying and a minus two in sailing everybody else you have a zero in all of those uh, and i'm going to come up with um four other verbs i think this time i'm going to just generate verbs off a computer actually because why not um let's say uh none of these are helpful i love it this whole idea has completely failed me okay let's say um let's say what can we do? Zach, come up with some ideas for us. Come up with some verbs oh, Fucking for me. cheers. Um, <laughs> let me look. Yep. This is me. I bet you're wondering how I got myself in this mess. Ten minutes into the episode and I haven't even been introduced. Hi. I'm Zachary Fortis-Gom and James hasn't introduced me for this whole time because he's an asshole. Unlike some people, I'm a professional, so I won't hold this show up any longer. Let's roll it back in, guys. Um, what about, um, 
Wow. Um, you guys have covered a really you know good I mean? selection. This is harder than you'd think. I'm, Coming up with verbs is harder um, than you'd think. What about um, singing? Singing. All right. We can do singing. Mm, Melee. Fighting. Like punching. Yeah. Let's go with pu- let's go with punching, singing, uh, punching. How about drinking? Uh, as in drinking. Alcohol. Yeah, we're fine uh, at drinking water, but as soon as it gets to alcohol, different, different, different beast entirely. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> seeing, seeing. I don't think we've got seeing <laughs> anything, have we? Yeah. Just, good. You're in a seeing. cave. Oh. Right. So those are our stats. Everybody has a zero in those last. Wait. Four. What's up, Bella? Well, I was just wondering if if our seeing could be dark vision. Yes, if you want. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, if you just roll a seeing check to see in the dark, we'll see how well you do. Uh, <laughs> that's fair enough. It, it can be, it can be anything. This is completely open ended. It can be, see, it can be dark seeing. You want to say dark yeah. seeing? Okay. So what we're basically going to do is every time I ask you to roll me a check, we are going to roll two d six. And every time we roll those two d six, if it is less than a six, it is an outright failure. If it is a seven to nine, it is a mixed success. The player gets what they want partially or at a cost uh, and 10 to 12 is a success the player gets exactly what they want does everybody have all those skills because those are going to be the skills for the whole game Brilliant. everything has to be based around this cobbled together collection of words that we have come <laughs> up with including angsty poetry writing sorry just to double check the last four was it yep. singing drinking punching and dark seeing that's right Fantastic. Our full list of stats are unicorn hunting, swimming, talking to people, climbing, indie vinyl killing, angsty poetry writing, uh, dancing, sneaking, astrology, cooking, lying, sailing, singing, punching, drinking, and dark seeing. Those are all our stats in this world. Um, What we're going to do is essentially, whenever any of you, uh, whenever any of you um, fails a roll, I want you to put a little mark next to what skill you outright failed. And uh, every time you fail a skill three times, you get a plus one to that Mm. skill. Because the best way to learn is by failing. Nice. Mm. And uh, a little word about items. Items is fairly loose in this game. They're called resources. Basically, if you look around, I will say you find a resource. Those resources, you can determine what those things are uh, within reason at any point later on. So if you find two resources and then later in the game you need to cross a, a giant chasm, you can say that what you found was a long rope. Or you can just declare it outright. If it's something that like you think your character might just have on them, because that's who you are, uh, you can you can, uh, you can can certainly make that as, a, as, a, as an argument. One thing I would like everybody to remember is you all have 10 hit points, by the way. Oh, good uh, You just have 10 hit points. Uh, and um, I'm just going to come up with a story, and uh, we have to try and get to a goal. And uh, feel free to... Just come up with new statements about the world as we as we play along. Everybody ready? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to spend five minutes coming up with some kind of story. Uh, Zach, yeah. why don't you lead? Why don't you lead the group in conversation? Of course. James, you. I am just about Great. ready. Yeah. Uh, Have fun, guys. I'll let. Uh, I'll. Uh, I'll mute my mic now. See Marvelous. you guys in a bit. Thanks, Bye. 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 Okay, everyone. So, 
we're ready to play. Um, you all awaken in a strange place. I'd like you all to roll uh, your 2d6 to determine to see who wakes up first. Ella, what'd you get? Six. Six, cool. Maddie, what'd you get? Five. Awesome. David, what'd you get? Seven. Splendid. So, uh, Samuel Georgeson, you awaken first. Uh, and what you find is that you are tied up. Uh, you appear to be in some kind of uh, wooden room and you are tied to a you are tied to a pole uh, and uh, you can't quite see but there appear to be two other people tied up around the pole with you uh, and what you can see is that there is an unconscious unicorn uh-huh. uh, on the ground who is not tied up lying about 30 feet away from you by the door what do you want to do? Okay. Hmm. Uh, unicorns are not very friendly, so that's mm-hmm. a concern. Um, can I? I'm gonna. How dark is this room? Uh, it's 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 not particularly bright. There there's a there's a lantern um, on the like on the unicorn's horn. Uh, that his uh, it is broken, um, but it is lit still, okay. uh, lying against the wooden floor. Uh, as the unicorn is unconscious. Okay. But that is about it in this otherwise right. darkened room. There are a lot of creeping shadows, pretty spooky stuff. It's not oh, great. Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a couple of calming breaths and like try and regain my control. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to mm-hmm. see if I can wiggle my arms, see, if, see how much okay. movement I've got. Cool, cool. Uh, I'd like you to roll me a dancing check, please, as you shimmy, as you shimmy your way out of these ropes. Six. Nice. Okay, so you can't move. You're pretty. You're pretty tightly. Uh, you're pretty tightly tied up. Remember to make a note next to dancing because you've just failed your first dancing roll. If you fail that three times, you get a plus one to dancing, my man. Woohoo! Uh, but you uh, you struggle against the ropes. You can't quite move. However, it does awaken you Banshee McBain you awaken as you feel something jostling against you you are also tied up uh, what's that well where am I oh my god this is awful what's happening <laughs> amazing uh-huh. Samuel and what is your response who's that uh, who are you don't you know me I'm I'm Banshee McBain I'm like the most famous poet and uh, DJ in all of the land Okay. Fantastic. I'm a pirate. A pirate. Oh, that's kind of cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, fair enough. Do, do you know why we're here? I don't even know where here is. Neither of you can remember where you are, but uh, Samuel, as a pirate, you can tell you appear to be in the hold of some kind of ship. Uh. Though the ship is not moving currently. Mm. Seem to be in storage space in a ship. Mm. We're not moving. That's weird. Sparkles, at this point, you will awaken and you will find yourself tied up with two people next to you. uh, And uh, your feet are just in a little bucket of water. (laughs) (laughs) Very considerate. (laughs) Uh, um, So I guess I'm going to wake up 
realize that I'm restrained and then look over at the unicorn and go, oh, great gods of the black abyss. Oh, 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 we're going to die. Oh, I'm going to die. Oh, no. Okay. Um, and I'm going to start struggling to try and get out of my ropes. Awesome. Roll me a dancing check. I would like to say, James, or I'd like up? to pitch to you and the other players sure. that the reason that Sparkles is so worried uh-huh. is because Sparkles knows that unicorns drink people's blood with their sharp fangs. Fair. Oh, dang. <laughs> yeah, fair. That's cool. No, that's good. I like that. Yep, that makes sense. Thank Explains you. why we hunt them. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a 10. Awesome. Uh, a 10 is good. So you uh, you shimmy around uh, and uh, yeah, something comes to you. You get a groove going and you manage to wriggle out of the, you manage to wriggle out of the ropes. The other two are still tied up, however, um, but the ropes do sort of fall slack around to you. Again, I guess just within the bounds of tell me if this is too cheeky. Sure. Um, but I would assume that Sparkles would normally, I don't know if they've had their weapons stripped, but would normally have a unicorn hunting stake in their jacket. Uh, for sure, your unicorn hunting stake is gone. Okay, uh, so Sparkles is gonna reach in their jacket for their unicorn hunting stake and they're gonna go, oh no, my unicorn hunting stake. And they're gonna look back at Banshee and uh, Samuel and go, I'm really sorry, but when that thing wakes up, it's gonna, eat me and I can't stop it right now so I'm just gonna go oh 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 great gods are you Banshee McBain uh yeah oh my gosh okay so I'm just like such a massive fan like I read all your poetry all the time like it really it was really relatable to me because I found that like you know when I was younger I wasn't as good at swimming at the other people in my school it's like a school of fish you know like the kind of like and 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 so then I read your poems and it was all about like that endless loneliness and the darkness inside your soul and I just thought like that's like so relatable to me and I just feel like you really get me personally (laughs) it's so nice to meet you (laughs) beautiful my God, it's always great to meet a fan. I mean, I would like sign a book or whatever, but I'm kind of tied up right now, so. Oh, right, okay. I would like to try and free Banshee McBain. Uh Yeah, for sure. Um, make me a, wow, this falls under none of these checks. Uh, you, can, <laughs> you, can, you can successfully untie Banshee McBain. <laughs> I'll make that an unskilled check. You may untie Banshee McBain. Damn it. When I was coming up with these verbs, I should have thought of untying knots. (laughs) There we go. I mean, wait, isn't that sailing? Oh, you've given him an edge Go on then. Roll me a sailing check. I was going to say dancing. I was going to say cooking for like hand dexterity usage. You've run me over. Make me a sailing check. As as your knowledge of of ropes (laughs) comes into question here. Um, I got an 11. Nice. You successfully untie uh, the ropes around uh, Banshee McBain. Do you untie the ropes around Samuel Georgeson? I stop and look at Samuel and then look at Banshee and go, is he... Uh, is this person with you? No, but he seems okay. I mean, yeah, I don't know this guy, but uh, seems all right. Samuel's um, really trying not to freak out about how dark it is. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Samuel, can you Samuel, can you roll me a dark seeing check, please? Yeah, yeah, no, that checks out. Yeah. Uh, that's a five. Okay, cool. You are freaking out, man. You, it's, it's so dark in here. You can't see anything. Basically, these people are talking, and you don't know who they are. They've been babbling for like a second, and, and you've kind of been trying to like stay cool and, and not move too much so they don't hear you because you've no idea who they are. But like, you're freaking out, dude. This place is too dark. Get me out of here. I don't want to be in there anymore. I don't like it. He's shaking his head 
hard as he can, like moving everything as much as he possibly can. He's very unhappy. Is he mad? I mean, I think if we untie him, maybe he'll stop like thrashing around. So that's probably a good thing. Right, okay. Unless he tries to kill us, of course. Well, I trust you. Um, and I just Maybe. started trying. Parasocial relationships for the win. Fantastic. <laughs> I would like to try and untie. Uh, I would say with your 11 in sailing, you can just untie. Uh, you can untie Samuel. Samuel, you are untied. May I say that because I'm a bioluminescent fishman, um, just I just regularly every heartbeat kind of glow up all like blue along my veins but the thing is it's quite oh. ghoulish it's not really pretty oh, okay. it's kind of a bit creepy and so I'm just going to get right up in Samuel's face with like just all of my veins lit up Samuel it's a ghost <laughs> it's a ghost it's here to kill you Samuel is untied Samuel's like reaching for any weapons he's not the most weapony pirate but he does hopefully still have his telescope for his astrology You, your telescope has not been taken off of you Nice. Then Samuel's going to pull out his telescope and just sort of like wave it very aggressively. <laughs> um, Banshee, do you mind if I call you Banshee? Maybe I could call you B. Maybe I could call you like B McB. I think that this one is a murdery kind of crazy. So like, what should we do now? Uh, uh, uh Who's the ghost? <laughs> we could, we could just tie him up again. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why I'm suddenly in charge. I didn't ask for any of this. This is not what I wanted. I just wanted to be a DJ and peace. At the suggest, at the, even the mention of being tied up again, uh, Samuel's gonna run. <laughs> Okay, uh, where are you? So there is only one door. Are you running past the unicorn? Uh, yep, yep. He's not thinking clearly. He's gonna run. Uh, is he gonna try sneaking? No, no, he's not sneaking. He's running. Okay, so as you sprint at the door, uh, you trip uh, over the unicorn's uh, horn uh, and you fall to the ground. Uh, and the unicorn is like, and begins to get to its feet, its fangs poking out of its mouth. And it's like, what happened? I tied you up. How did you get free? (laughs) I mean, is there any vital in the room? At the, at the sound of a new sound, someone's just going to immediately whack it over the head with a with its tele, his telescope. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll say that's a punching check. Roll me a punching okay. check. Uh, that's a nine. Ooh. Nine. Uh, okay, so yeah, you clobber it uh, in the head, and it's kind of distracted for a moment. You don't quite knock it out, but it is that's distracted. Uh, the other two, you can see that uh, this uh, mean-looking unicorn uh, is is momentarily distracted while the pirate is attempting to make a getaway. Excuse me, crazy murderer person. That's not a ghost. It's a unicorn. They're very dangerous. You should stay away from the fight. B might be. I think that like we should probably leave. Like maybe, possibly. I mean, like if you think so. I just I just feel like you know like you always know what to do in these situations. So like I mean, okay, let's just go because I've had enough of this. This is this is not my scene. This is not my vibe. Let's go. Right. Oh yeah. The scene's terrible. The vibe's terrible. Got it. Cool. Cool. So as you uh, you sprint to uh, run through the door, uh, the door does close behind you, and you do see that there is a bar across the door that can be heaved to bar the door closed uh, from the outside. Does anybody want to attempt to do anything with that, or are you just going to make a break for it? Uh, I think bail. I'm 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 wanting to put a Samuel just bail. I'm still not super happy that I'm with a ghost, but I guess a ghost is better than a unicorn. Awesome. Samuel didn't believe in ghosts, but he might start. <laughs> 
Amazing. I, uh, I would like to try and bar the, bar the door. I think my, my unicorn hunter would probably do that. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to roll that into sailing, lifting large chunks of wood. I'll roll <laughs> that into sailing. Can you roll me a sailing check? Oh no, it's a six. Oh, uh, you uh, you attempt to heave the uh, the wooden uh, bar, but uh, it's just too heavy for you. Uh, and right in front of you, the uh, the door opens, and the unicorn is standing there. You're very weak, you know. You shouldn't try to do things that you're not particularly good at. See, this is why unicorns are so terrible. You don't just attack our bodies, you attack our self-esteem. Why can't you just get lost? I mean, this isn't this isn't cool. Like, I think I might just have to go in a corner and write some poetry about this. This is just not my day. Your aloof veneer is doing nothing for your perception in other eyes of other people. No, I think she's really cool. I Like, I just, like, I mean, like, also be like, just like totally stood up for me and that's basically the same as a social media mention so I'm your over reliance on this parasocial relationship hints at deeper issues you're not dealing with uh, could Samuel go for another whack with the telescope? Yeah, go ahead. Samuel, you go for another whack with the telescope. Roll me a, roll me a punch. Oh, no, that's a six. Not having a good time. Oh, no. The, uh, the, uh, as you swing it down on the unicorn's head, uh, rather than doing any real damage, uh, it just knocks the telescope out of you. Oh, no. And the unicorn is going to try and gore you with its, with its horn. I'd like you to roll me a dancing check, please. Dancing check. Yeah. Oh no, it's a five. Oof. Uh, I'm afraid you completely fail. Everybody remember to make down little notes every time you fail a skill, but... Uh, it's my you, second uh, fail at dancing, the, the... so you watch. I'm going to be a great dancer nice. one day. <laughs> one day. Uh, the unicorn, he does manage to get you in the side uh, and deals two damage to you. Um, does anybody else want to try and do anything? Yeah, um, I Sparkles would like to try and grab the unicorn in like a headlock. Okay, Using cool. their unicorn hunting skill. Amazing. Roll me a unicorn hunting check. Perfect. Okay. Oh no, it's a six. Oh no, but <laughs> is that including the plus that two? Six included the plus oh, two. Oh no, yes. I've got an eight. Yes, sorry. Good point. Yes. <laughs> you got an eight. Uh, okay, so yeah, you, you managed to successfully uh, get a grapple around the unicorn's head, uh, but as it shifts and uh, rustles in your grasp, it does manage to uh, pin you against a wall, uh, so you can hold it in place, but now it's got you grappled as well. Oh. Uh, Banshee McBain, I want you to make me a dark seeing roll, please. Alrighty. It's a seven. It's a seven. Uh, okay, so you can see um, back past the unicorn in the room you've just come from uh, is a chest, and it's just ever so slightly open, and you can see just sticking out the top. It's a it's a, a, a really uh, ancient looking like Mumford and Sons <gasps> vinyl. <laughs> um, just like poking out the top of the chest. It seems to have just been shoved in there pretty hastily, but it is past the unicorn that you've run past already. All right, I'm definitely gonna go and try and get that record. Awesome. So as you run past the unicorn, it is gonna attempt to gore you again with its horn. Uh, can you make me a dancing check, please? Yeah. Oh no, that's a three minus one. <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay, so uh, as you rush past, the unicorn gores you, and uh, you you're knocked uh, you're knocked to the ground. You take two you take two hit points, and you are on the ground. Samuel, all that you all that remains is that you've you've lost your telescope. It's been knocked out uh -huh. of your hand. The unicorn is on is uh, is being pinned by uh, the fishman, and you can see that there is a stack of uh, 
indie vinyl records that Banshee McBain was trying to get to before she was knocked over. The question is, are you going to face your fears and uh, try I'm going to I'm going to reach and see if I've got um, my flask of uh, Dutch flask. courage. Sure, yeah, you can. You, you, you have got. You've got your flask of Dutch Dutch courage. Then I would like try to and try and drink some of my Dutch courage. Roll me a drinking check, please. No, it's a two. I'm bad at. That's, I've, oh. I've got a terrible drinking problem. Uh, it, go, it goes. It goes straight. It goes straight to your head, and you feel a bit. You feel a bit queasy. You get that weird thing where, like, uh, you're drinking to try and chill out, but it it, it, it kind of uh, creates a weird tightness in your chest instead as you kind of like you're trying to psych yourself into having a good time so hard you're actually psyching yourself out of having a good time so uh you're a little bit shaky uh are you gonna still try and make it past the unicorn uh yeah i think i'm like so crazed i'm just like i'm just running for things okie dokie uh i want you to make me a dancing check as you attempt to run past this unicorn dancing check come on Nope, that's a four, but it means I now get a, a plus one Amazing. to my dancing. Uh, as you run past, uh, the unicorn gores you two, knocks you to the ground. Sparkles, the uh, the two heroes in front of you, have attempted to make it past this unicorn. You can see that there are vinyls uh, in a crate, uh, and then if you can only get them to Banshee McBain, the indie vinyl killing legends of these skills are, are so amazing. If you can just get to them, but it would mean letting Gaia of the unicorn, what are you gonna do? Okay, so again, GM told me this is too cheeky, but what I would sure. like to do is try and vault over the unicorn's back using my <laughs> unicorn hunting skills, because I'm very familiar sure. with the size and shape of a unicorn. Okay, okay, I'll I've wrestled give you many that, yeah. in my time. Um, yep, I'll give you and I would like to try and vault over the unicorn towards the vinyl. <laughs> Don't know if I'll do it, but I want to try. For sure, roll me a unicorn hunting. <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> Oh, yes, I got 13. Ooh, very nice. You effortlessly yeah. vault over the unicorn and sprint over to the vinyl records and the unicorn is free and it turns its angry head to you with cries of, <laughs> that wasn't as cool as you thought it was. <laughs> uh, but you do manage to get a hold of a stack uh, of indie vinyl records with their sharp razor sharp edges sticking out of the uh, sticking out of the little folders that they're in. Oh, I'm gonna look at the unicorn. Say, you say that, but I'm holding Banshee McBain like the actual Banshee McBain's actual record collection right now. So there's nothing that your <laughs> words can do to hurt me. And I am going to like hold it close, like a rugby player with a ball, and just like run towards Banshee with the rival record. Fantastic! Make me make me a dancing check, please. Oh gosh! Oh the stress! <laughs> I got a nine. Okay, cool. So uh, as you uh, as you run past the unicorn, it goes to gore you. Uh, it doesn't quite stab you, but it does knock you with its head, and the uh, the records go skidding across the floor. But they as they uh, as they skid to a halt right next to you, Banshee McBain. You're lying on the floor. Your All stack right. of records has appeared, razor edged. <laughs> I mean, I would never own a copy of Mumford and Sons. I don't know how that got in there, but uh, that was definitely yours and not one of mine. How dare you? <laughs> anyway, if you could give that uh, back to me, though, at some point, that would be ideal. <laughs> well, I can give it back to you now, and I'm gonna throw the copy Amazing. of Mumford and make, Sons at his Make me neck. an indie, indie vinyl sh killing check. Right. Fantastic. Double sixes plus two. Fantastic. You get the best. You just decapitate this unicorn. Uh, and as it does so, uh, it just 
falls to the ground and crumbles into a cloud of bats that just flap away uh, past you uh, and along the corridor that you're now in uh, out to uh, somewhere that there is moonlight shining in through uh, a door further on. Whoa. Whoa. Did you say light? Samuel's heading towards it. (laughs) Fantastic. Uh, Is anybody else going to do anything else? What are we going to do? I mean, like, obviously Sparkles is going to run up to Banshee Bailey. That was so incredibly awesome. I mean, I knew that you were an amazing poet and I knew that you had incredible music taste and I knew that your fashion sense was like on point and I knew that your social media takes are always great and they never deserve being canceled. But like, I cannot believe that you are also good at killing unicorns. That's my thing. We have so much in common. I feel like we must have like known each other in another life or something. Like my whole passion is unicorn hunting. And that was just, oh, my gods, that was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I mean, I don't want to brag, but like my killing skills are just like off the chain. And I'm really glad I got to like share this moment with you. I feel like this is like a really poignant moment. And I feel like maybe we should like, I don't know, like release a collection of poetry together. That might be like something fun to do. I would like if Sparkle's <laughs> ear fins kind of like flutter a bit and their bioluminescence like turns like bright hot pink for a second and they just go, oh, oh my. Well, I mean, if you want to, I, I, I do occasionally work on some poetry whilst I'm sitting alone in my boat waiting for unicorns. <laughs> this is beautiful. Samuel. However, you have sprinted ahead, and you run up onto uh, you run up onto the deck, and you find uh, several more unconscious unicorns, uh, all having been uh, knocked out. the The ship that you're on seems to have ground to a halt. But as you look, uh, uh, as you just sort of take a look over the side, you can see that the nearest um, the nearest shore is uh, is still like a fair distance away. Like it's not it's not miles away, but it's about yeah, it's about like. Uh, six or seven hundred meters away so you can't have ground to a halt on the shore okay uh, but as you look over the side of the boat can you uh, make me another dark seeing check please can ah oh, these dice three <laughs> uh, that's fine uh, you can't quite see anything but um, uh, you can see around you uh, the uh, in the in the far distance the the walls of the cave that you are in and a hole in the far up in the roof far very very high up where the moon um where the moon is coming in but you i'm afraid cannot see anything else and in fact you, you start to get a little bit freaked out from uh, okay from uh samuel would like to try and drink again <laughs> yep roll me another drinking check there we go eight fantastic yeah no so you you chug a bit and uh you you start to feel a little bit shaky on your feet but uh your confidence is starting to return and you can make a you can make another dark scene check Cool. Remember, you make a note of your failure next to dark scene. I did, and uh, six means I'm Amazing. making a note of another one. So plus Fantastic. one. Uh, I'm failing the still, most, but I'm getting it, better. It is all still swimming before your eyes, uh, but you feel like you know what? It'll be a good idea. Uh, it'd be a great idea actually if you leapt off the side of the boat into the water and swam to shore. That would be that would be the best plan ever for you to do. Well. Samuel's never been one to think twice about a great idea, so he's going to leap off the boat and try and swim to shore. As you leap off the boat, um, you find yourself falling the uh, 30 feet, uh, and instead of hitting water, you actually uh, hit something solid, and you slip, uh, and you take take one hit point um, of damage. But 
uh, as you feel your sort of back, uh, it feels very cold. You you seem to be lying on, on ice. The water that the boat was sailing in uh, has frozen and the sort of spray at the front has frozen into these huge like spikes of ice. Banshee and Sparkles, what are you guys going to do? Uh, I was going to say, I think by this point, Sparkles has probably come up on deck to see where Samuel yep. went and kind of leans over the railing and like looks down at them and like calls out towards the ice. Um, excuse me, crazy murderer person. I have two questions. The first one is, is the ghost that you saw down there, is that why you jumped off the boat? And the second question is, is your name crazy murderer person or should I be calling you something different? You're the ghost, but I'm Samuel. Oh no, I'm a, I'm a fishman, but you you can call me Sparkles. Samuel makes a mental note to call this ghost Sparkles. Sparkles you, the ghost. You are aware of uh, you are aware of fishmen. Uh, pirates have hunted them uh, in their time uh, for food. Yeah. Wow. Samuel makes a mental note not to tell that. Tell Sparkles this. <laughs> yeah, Sparkles, you are unaware of this. Uh, and Banshee, you, you come up onto the to the deck as well. Uh, and as you all look out, uh, you can see uh, on the shore there is a there is a pathway, like a sort of road, a trail, leaving leading up to a very dark um, looking spooky castle with very black spires sticking into the night um as far as you guys remembered however it was daytime and it doesn't feel like that much time has passed so you're not sure um but the air around you has grown cold sparkles as you look down over the side of the ship you can actually see under the ice several fishmen who were all swimming um in the sort of wake of the boat, have frozen solid in the ice of the frozen lake. Oh no! Oh, do I know these fishmen? No, or, they're I just. I mean, we don't know. We don't all fish. know each other. So no. like. No, they're just fishmen. You don't know. Oh okay. I mean, that's that's sad, but um, I think Sparkles gets their um, smartphone out and kind of takes a picture of the castle with the yeah. moon and then tries to like get a selfie with like Banshee kind of in the background. You know, this is going to be amazing for my Finstagram. Um, like the 5G out here is so good. Um, also, I think that maybe the world ended. Uh, and I was just wondering like, Banshee, you've obviously written a lot about like kind of like the end of all things and like, you know, eternal despair and darkness and a night that never ends. And I was just wondering like, what is like your like vibe here? Like, what do you think we should be bringing to this situation? I mean, I think this whole thing would look great on like an album cover oh. or on the cover of a poetry collection. But, and I get the kind of emotional turmoil that this is giving off, but the actually, literally what's going on, I have no idea. I'm like so stumped right now. Should we, should we maybe go join Crazy Murderer Samuel? Uh, as you take a photo uh, on your on your phone, um, Sparkles, you can see um, that something. Every time you you try to take a photo, something's blowing out the uh, the 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 picture. It's too bright. Like you're trying to take a photo of something way too bright. But every time you look down, all you can see is just the dark castle. For some reason, the photograph doesn't seem to take. Uh, and it's it's kind of like you're taking. Uh, a photograph of the sun, but when you look at the when you look at the castle, the sun doesn't seem to be there. Okay, so I have a completely crazy theory. 
but I think that maybe possibly like the castle is the sun um I don't have any evidence for that um but it's just that every time my phone takes a picture of the castle it goes weird and I feel like the next logical step is to assume that the castle is the sun and so somehow we're not dying um because you know crazy things happen like um and uh I I I, I really I'm not sure if this means we should go towards it or run away from it. And I'm a little bit nervous about the unicorns around here. Like, I mean, your unicorn killing skills are like on point, obviously. But like, I mean, I just think there's quite a lot of unconscious unicorns on this ship. And I'm feeling like maybe we should get off the ship. But then if we go in the direction of the sun or in the direction of the frozen ocean, who can say really? I mean, I just kind of try and follow the vibe. And I'm not feeling the vibe here right now, but... Maybe like over there, maybe where the castle is, that's a better vibe. So let's just try it. I mean, let's just try it. I mean, it can't hurt, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, I am a fish. So if I spend too much time out in the sun, I will die. But like, I totally trust you. So yeah, sounds good. Cool, okay. Uh, the you, you, the uh, as, you, as you're talking, the unicorns around you uh, do start to uh, stir. Um, and uh, mut- mumble to each other like bleh, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> which is a normal which you all know is a very normal sound for unicorns to make mm-hmm. that's a pretty standard sound though you've never seen this many unicorns in one group together usually they're just wandering around like on their own in the in the dark night but uh, there seems to be a bigger collection of unicorns than you've ever seen this is a whole murder of unicorns I really think we should get off this ship like um, <laughs> can I get I want to get off the ship, James. Yeah, for I... sure. Uh, well, make me a dark seeing. Make me a dark seeing check. See if you can find a way off the ship. I got a nine. Uh, okay, cool. That's pretty good. Um, you can see at the far end of the the front of the ship there is the spikes of the ice that has frozen. That it was the sort of spray out the front of the of the ship traveling through the water. And you reckon. Um, that if you can get over there and start sliding down one of the spikes of ice, you can slide to the frozen lake pretty much unhurt, uh, but you do have to run past several currently waking up unicorns to get there. I will attempt this. Ooh. Marvelous. Could have just May followed old Samuel over the side. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, so as you make a break for it, several unicorns begin to stir and start standing up, noticing you, start chasing after you with cries of, this is a terrible plan. I can't believe you would think this was a good idea. <laughs> um, so can you make me a dancing check to avoid the uh, the goring horns of these very aggressive unicorns? Oh no, I got a five. <laughs> oh no. Um, as you sprint, um, you manage to make it past several of the unicorns, but the main unicorn that, that you were attempting to get past first uh, has followed you and grabs you with its uh, with its fanged teeth as it just starts pulling on your, on your uh, I don't know, what are you wearing? Fish clothes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm wearing, you know, like a kind of like cool, like tastefully like distressed, like black jeans, like skinny jeans, um, sure. but they're like a little baggy because I'm like a fishy person um, and then like yeah. a kind of like t-shirt like I, I've ripped the sleeves off myself but like it doesn't look as cool as I hoped it would uh, it kind of like fits a little awkwardly that, um, sure. yeah it's got a hold it's got a hold of the hem of your uh, t-shirt and it's uh, biting into you and uh, you're gonna take one point of damage from its sharp fangs ow 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 I hate unicorns I hate unicorns I hate unicorns mm-hmm. 
Uh, Banshee, you can see that uh, Sparkles has made a break for it and that uh, they've been grabbed by uh, by, uh, by the teeth of a cruel unicorn. What are you, you going to do? Is it all right to assume that I've brought the records with me? Uh, yeah, you've brought the records with you, 100%. You've got them. Fantastic. I'm going to try and kill the unicorn with vinyl again. Amazing. Roll me, a vi- roll me an indie vinyl killing check. Oh, no. Um, that's a four. <laughs> Woof. Uh, as you hurl this uh, record at, uh, at Sparkles, it instead collides with Sparkles instead and Sparkles. <gasps> You take uh, you take two points of damage. Banshee, why? Now you know what you take. Why you take one point of damage? It's not quite as brutal as a unicorn. Horn. I'm gonna be like visibly distressed and be like, I meant to do that. Uh, but uh, Sparkles, you now have a, an indie vinyl record, sort of wedged ever so slightly in your flank. Uh, do you want to do anything with that? Yes, I would like to take it and attempt a unicorn hunting check to like. Okay, yeah. Roll me a unicorn hunting check and an indie vinyl killing check, please. And let me know, but make the unicorn hunting check first. Unicorn hunting check, I got a 12. Perfect. Um, and... Indie vinyl check. I got an eight. That's cool. Uh, so you, um, you, uh, yeah, no, you, you, you managed to pull the uh, the vinyl record out of your flank and bring it down on the head of the uh, the unicorn. You, um, you managed to embed it. Uh, in the side of in the, the side of the unicorn's head, uh, and it and it releases you, uh, and you're free to keep running. Banshee McBain, you are also free to run through sort of a slipstream of the uh, of the unicorns, but you also have to make a dancing check to avoid to to pirouette out of the ways of the the stabbing horns. All right, I will I will do that. Let's see, four. Oh. Okay, uh, so as uh, as the two of you sprint, uh, Sparkles, you manage to get free, make it to the uh, make it to the to the front of the ship, um, but you can see that Banshee McBain uh, has been uh, has got one unicorn between you uh, and them, uh, and several other unicorns are uh, creeping up behind, saying, "I told you, you're very clearly outnumbered. What is your plan here? How did you think this was a good idea?" No, okay, um, I would like to try and break a bit of, like, sorry, I'm imagining the, the ship is broken because of it being frozen in ice. Yeah, for sure. Is that? Yep, for sure. There's several bits of splintered wood. Cool, yeah. yeah, so I would like to get a piece of splintered wood as an improvised mm-hmm. stake and attempt to, like, Fantastic. run back and, like, stake the unicorn. <laughs> yep, roll me a unicorn hunting check. <laughs> oh, 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 gosh. Uh, it's a nine. Oh, uh, so you managed to uh, stab the you managed to stab the unicorn uh, in the flank, um, and it, it goes a stake, a unicorn's only natural weakness. Uh, and uh, you managed to distract it long enough for uh, Banshee McBain to to make it past the unicorn and join you. But the stake that you have stabbed into it is shelved in the flank, and you do not have time to retrieve it before you uh, hop on the uh, shard of ice and slide down safely to the ground. I would just like to say that like, as, as we hop on, like my, my colors are fluctuating many different colors at once as I go through <laughs> a lot of different emotions. Um, but I look at Banshee and go, oh, I get it now. You weren't trying to hurt me. You were helping me. And, 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 and you just, you know, next time maybe if you give me a weapon, would it be okay if maybe you didn't stab me with the weapon? Would that be okay? Is this a good time for constructive <laughs> feedback? I just, I just feel like, you know, like as a unicorn hunting team, 
I would appreciate not being stabbed if that's okay. I mean, yeah, that it was it was a very slight error on my part, but yeah, I was definitely trying to like help you help yourself. That was what I was going for. So yeah, I'll try and be a bit more careful next time. Right, like it's like you said, like pain is weakness leaving the body. In in that haiku you wrote, you know the one that you put on Instagram? Like, oh my gosh, I just look at that all the time. It's actually my phone background. I mean your ideas of tough love are actually fairly negative for those around you. Don't listen to that unicorn. I mean, I'm great. Like, you seem okay. Let's just leave. Sparkles, you got to learn to stand up to yourself. You're too passive of a voice. Uh, and uh, you begin to slide down and uh, make your way away from the from the main unicorns. But um, they do appear to scramble back and try to find a way deep inside the ship to uh, to make it down to to meet you on the ground and chase after you. Samuel, you see the uh, the goth orc and the fishman slide down pretty safely next to you, completely unharmed, as you uh, sort of rub your, 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 your injured tailbone, your coccyx got a bit banged yeah. up. As you guys uh, manage to dust yourself off and decide uh, where you're going to go, the, uh, the castle, uh, there's a sudden flash of light um, that vanishes once again, only for a moment. It's, it's like it's daytime and then it's gone again. And you can feel uh, an extra wave of cold roll out over the world, uh, bouncing off of the giant cave walls that you find yourselves in. You are pretty sure, yes, that, uh, that uh, goth, gothic poetry aside, uh, this, this might not just be metaphorical imagery. It might be that the world is ending. Well, I don't know about you two, but I think inside the castle is safer than that boat. I agree, there are a lot of unicorns there, and they kind of are coming down through the boat. And, um, uh, you know, like, Banshee, you know when you wrote that, like, the thundering of hooves echoes the thundering of your own aching, breaking heart? Like, I feel like that's, like, more literal right now, because I think that my heart might break from how hard it is beating in my chest, and also those hooves are really, really loud, so I think maybe we should run. Okay, let's just run let's just yes. run like yeah now no more talking just running running cool so uh, you all begin to make a break for it and uh, run across the uh the slippery ice um i want you all to make me a dancing check to uh to remain on your feet and not uh, not start slipping around ella what'd you get i got a seven nice maddie what'd you get i got a five but I now have a plus one to dancing, so I'm at zero now for dancing. Oh, very nice. David, what'd you get? I got an eight with my newly found plus one. Oh, fantastic. Well, uh, you'll do slip and slide, and I want one of you to make me, uh, make me a... What kind of check can I make you guys make? Well, um, Banshee McBain begins to slip and is going to fall over. Uh, Banshee, I would like you to, um, th- as the other two like try to grab you to keep you standing, I want you to try and make me a climbing check to try and climb back up onto oh. your feet. Alrighty. Ah, I got an 11. Nice, yeah, you managed to pull yourself up and uh, continue in a sprint. Um, and before you know it, you're across the vast frozen lake and finally at a dock. Um, and as you as you find yourself at a dock, you find uh, a sleeping orc asleep in a chair, leant back with its back against like a large crate, and the, the orc is snoring loudly. I'd look at Banshee and go, after you. Uh, do I know this orc? Nope, it is just a, it is just another orc. Not all orcs know each other. Awesome, <laughs> thought so. 
uh, I don't know why you're like volunteering me to like go for this. I'm I like I, I may come across as like having a really great like stage persona and being like really vivacious and bubbly, but actually I'm like really sad inside and I don't like talking to people very much. I mean, I've been actively told I'm bad at talking to people. I was once given a prize <laughs> in primary school when I was in the third year of primary school. That was when we were still swimming in the water, so I wasn't great at that either. And I was given an award that said, you're so bad at talking to people. <laughs> at the first suggestion that um, the, the um, Sparkles is going to go into yet another long time, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to step forward and go, excuse me, how can we get in? Uh, yeah. So uh, as you uh, as you as you talk, the um, the orc sort of starts awake, and it's like, oh yeah, he- yeah, hello. Uh, what's going on? Um, is the ship not arrived yet? What ship would that be? Oh, I was told by the unicorns that uh, that the ship was going to be bringing uh, prisoners to Count Darkhorn. Has it not arrived? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, roll me a lion check. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, sounds legit. Yes, that's the night. <laughs> all right, all right. Sounds legit. Sounds legit. Uh, all right, fair enough. Um, hold on. And as he looks over your shoulder, he can see the uh, the ship frozen in the lake. He's like, I think that might be it there, but it seems to have run aground on... Uh, the sudden and inexplicably frozen lake that seems to have popped up. You, you don't know anything about that, do you? About the lake turning up? No, no, that's a surprise. Right, right. Well, yeah, I mean, it would be. That's a pretty frightening uh, turn of events, frankly. Well, uh, do you think I should wait until it gets here, or do you think I should alert Count Darkhorn that the ship is frozen and the... The prisoners have undoubtedly escaped and are going to try and trick me in my keen mind. No, no, I think you're you're far too clever to be tricked by some silly prisoners. I trust the unicorns, I say. Oh, all right, all right. Roll me a, roll me a talking to people, please. <laughs> oh, no, that's a four. All right. Uh, I don't know. I think maybe I should... Uh, I think maybe I should ring a bell and alert the unicorns. It's probably pretty, probably pretty, uh, pretty lackluster of me doing my job as a guard to uh, to let this get away. I mean, I'm no unicorn, but you know, a job's a job. Uh, and as he starts walking back, he starts uh, reaching for a large bell that you can see is like hanging off a, off a wooden post, and you can see he's going to go and ring it. Wait, alert the guards. I don't have a. You know what? I've got my flask. I'm all whacking with it. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, roll me a roll me a punching check. Oh no! Oh, it's 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 a two. Oh, you uh, you go and swing for him, and you just completely, you just completely miss, and uh, and uh, again, like as you uh, as you miss, the bottle slips out of your hand and uh, slides along the wooden uh, the wooden, and then then the, the like walkway, and then slips between a crack. Uh, your, your your flask is gone. Um, Samuel. <laughs> Banshee and uh, Sparkles, you can see that uh, Samuel has entirely failed to uh, to to take out the guard. 
Um, I would like to um, get a copy of uh, Disintegration by the Cure out of the D vinyl box. And I'll be like, I really, I really didn't want to destroy this one. This is my favorite, but I really need to like use it to kill this guy. So I'm gonna try and throw it at him. Yep, roll me an indie vinyl killing check. Ready. Aha, so that is six, seven, eight. That is a 11. Fantastic, yeah, no, you completely succeed. I mean, describe what you, what, how, what you do with this uh, vinyl. I'm going to yeet it as hard as I can and um, it will very neatly um, get him in the back of the neck and just like sever his spinal cord. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, you just cut this, you just sort of cut the sky down and he's like, oh, boy, me, I was just doing me job. Oh! And he like falls to the ground uh, and he just begins to sort of spasm in pain. Um, but you have successfully prevented him from ringing the bell. Oh, blimey. Oh, this was such a normal morning earlier. Uh, I'm sorry, like, pain is is existence. I'm sorry. Oh, you know, you make a fair point. Roll me an an angsty poetry writing check to try and soothe this man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Into into seeing your point of view. Um, So that is six. Uh, oh, I don't know about that. I've always been an optimist by nature. It's just painful. I know, I know. You're gonna punch him? <laughs> yeah, okay, roll me a punching check to just knock him out. Yeah. Oh, I want to keep that because it went off the desk, but well, what I was feel it? like I shouldn't. Eight. Okay, yeah, no, cool. You you, you just deck him one and uh, you, you deck him one and you knock him out. But your fist hurts a little bit. You you don't do a especially clean job of it. It takes like it takes like a punch and he's just like, oh, what are you doing? If it was just not been enough, and then you punch him again and he just falls unconscious, uh, leaving the world once again to silence. Uh, you are left um, just on the dock. Uh, right near you is this uh, road leading right up into this uh, big foreboding castle. Um, with a huge, like black unicorn horn sticking, uh, sticking out the out the very very top of it. Sparkles looks at Samuel and goes, "So I think that that castle is probably full of darkness and ghosts and also death, which I feel like in the time that I've known you, you don't seem to like very much. But on the other hand, in that direction, and they point in the direction of what I presume is a stampede of unicorns coming after us." <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're, they're they're struggling on the they're struggling on the ice, but they're making do. Um, are a bunch of bloodthirsty unicorns. So my vote is for the castle. Yeah, I'm, I'm not bothered by the dark or anything. You know, I just got surprised, but sure, I suppose it's a bit spooky. Make me a lying check, Sam. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's an that's an eight. Uh, nice. Uh, you can tell that uh, he's. He's probably uh, he's probably overcompensating a little bit. You, you don't know why he's like trying so desperately hard to convince you that he's not frightened of the dark, but it sounds relatively legit. Um, yeah, that's a, that, you've tried your best. I mean, there are loads of stories about like little fishmen disappearing when they go out into the dark of the water. So I mean, it's understandable. Like sometimes, like fishmen go out swimming into like different waters, and they never come back, and no one knows what happens to them. I think it's unicorns, which is why I became a unicorn hunter. But um, you know, I think it's completely reasonable. You should be cautious. Mama Fishlegs used to say, like that the only way to stay safe was to stay light at all times. But then I started getting into Banshee and I realized that actually embracing my inner darkness was the way forward. But like, 
you know, like more than one thing can be true at once. The longer this goes on, the more likely Samuel is to just like shove the fish <laughs> through the door that they have opened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, roll me a dark, roll me a dark seeing check to see how much you freak out. Uh, that's an eight. Cool. Yeah. No. So you, uh, you, your instincts to just like shove the fish man over and bail uh, are pretty strong, but uh, you manage to hold off, uh, hold off from that, um, and uh, uh, you 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 push your way through the uh, the open gate leading into the uh, what you now see as the grounds of this giant spooky castle. Um, can, um, Sparkles, can you roll me a, can you roll me an astrology check, please? Okay. Uh, that's an eight. Cool, so uh, as you, um, as you all sort of walk into the castle, you know, you, you can only see that the moonlight is, um, is lighting your way. Um, but you see, um, you see a, a few sparkles like starlight um, dancing out of the corner of your eye near a, near, near, near a giant spooky pillar, um, but you can't quite make out uh, what it is. And before you know it, it's, uh, it's disappeared, um, leaving you in the grounds of this incredibly spooky castle. Dark, like sort of black obsidian cobblestones stretching out ahead of you. Uh, there's a, a giant gothic ornate spooky fountain that has frozen completely solid. Uh, giant sort of spooky pillars uh, have, uh, have, have been brought up around you. Um, stretching high into the sort of walls of this castle that you've just about made your way um, on the inside of, uh, and you can, but you can hear the clattering of hooves um, far behind you as uh, the unicorns have made it onto the bank. So, do either of you know anything about stars? Because I do, yes. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. I saw, like, a bunch of weird stars just now next to that giant spooky pillar. You know, the really ominous one. Um, and I didn't think that stars normally appeared and then disappeared. And also, where are all the other stars? I mean, Samuel appreciates that uh, the unicorns are close, but he does have a glance up to see if he can see any stars that uh, he would yeah, expect make to me, see. Uh, yeah, no, make me, uh, make me an astrology check. Uh, that is a seven. Uh, cool. So yeah, um, as the two of you, um, as the two of you sort of start looking around to see if you can find any stars, uh, you also see uh, a sparkling um, shape, uh, and you can just about make it out now. It does seem to be a humanoid shape made out of glistening stars, um, but it is far, um, it is far through 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 a nearby window um, into the depths of the castle. Hmm. Well, that's pretty odd. Never seen a star person before. And Sparkles, you you see this too, and, and for sure, um, Banshee McBane. As everybody's looking now at these sort of sparkles, you you too can see a sparkly uh, a sparkly figure through one of the windows. Not really sure what to make of that. That's like yeah. both like cool and chilling, which is like totally my vibe. I would like to meet this person. And get inspiration. I agree. Maybe we can maybe we can head to the castle and find them. For sure. Um, you can see that the um, that the window that uh, the window that you that, that you can see the person through uh, the glass has broken and, and sort of all fallen on the ground. And you, you reckon you could climb your way up through that window, or you can head through the giant gothic sort of dark gates 
um, at the front of the castle. When the options are a room with a light thing in it and the dark gates, Samuel's going for the light thing. It's fair. It's completely fair. <laughs> try and climb into the window. Roll me a climbing check. Uh, that is a 10. Fantastic. Yeah, no, you pretty effortlessly managed to vault your way through. Uh, you know, you've done a lot of climbing. Being a pirate, you have to climb up the rigging a lot. Um, So, yeah, you managed to climb your way through the window uh, and land on the other side. Are the other two going to follow Samuel? Yes. Amazing. Both of you make me a climbing check. That's a five. Uh, Oh, I I got a four. Okay, great. So you both completely <laughs> fail. Uh, and um, as you attempt to like desperately sort of climb up the wall, you can't quite make purchase on the stone. Um, and uh, you, you sort of begin to to slip down. Um, Samuel, with uh, with your, your high roll, you, you, mm-hmm. you can be perched on the windowsill and you can sort of see them desperately trying to uh, make a, a grab. Do you, do you, do you want to try and grab them and pull them up? Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. Can you roll me? Uh, can you roll me a sailing check? Oh no! That's a one. No, sorry, that's a three. Well, okay. Well, no. So you 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 reach down and you attempt to grab them, but you you just can't quite grip hold of them. They can't quite pull themselves up. Uh, and as you guys attempt once more to to clamber up and slip down behind you, far on the other side of the courtyard, uh, a group of the uh, the unicorns um, sprint out and uh, begin sort of scraping their hooves on the ground, getting ready to charge you. Fangs glistening in the in the moonlight. Um, is there anything in the room that I, that like is like curtains or something that I can fashion into a, into something for them to hold on to? Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's a yeah no you you can you can see that there are some curtains um, just hanging down some long drapes and you think if you can pull them down you can tie them into sort of a, a, a knot and uh, use them to to lower down to grip uh, for for something to the other two to grip onto but you will have to make me another sailing check. Another sailing check on now sailing my one weakness. Uh, that is a seven. Oh, okay, yeah, no. So you managed to t- you managed to tie um, you managed to tie a, a knot, a decent knot, uh, and you lower it down to them. And the the two of you can make me another climbing check to try and grip onto this uh, curtain. Oh. Ella, what you get? Oh, that's a five. Woof. Same for me. <laughs> Wow! So, so you tend to grip hold of this. Uh, you hold. You tend to grip hold of this curtain, and you you can't quite pull yourselves up in time. And the unicorns begin to charge, and this sort of gang of unicorns charges at you. Um, but suddenly, behind you, uh, there's sort of a, a flash of light, very much like very much like sunlight. Um, and uh, there is a, a, a figure made of pure light standing between you two. Uh, and the unicorns uh, and the sunlight sort of pours off of them and it's like being daylight again you're sort of squinting your eyes as a, you try to adjust to the light um, uh, and uh, as the sunlight hits the unicorns they all begin to sort of uh, they all begin to sort of sparkle um, and uh, sort of glimmer in the light like they're covered in glitter uh, and they all sort of stop charging to like look at each other and uh, one of them turns to the other one and like I must say, you look particularly lovely in the daylight. I don't know why we don't go out so often. Yeah, you're particularly nice too, my friend. Can I, can I say, uh, you're just 
you're a really good friend, and I really appreciate your uh, your positive remarks. They don't come very often, but they're very nice. Like, oh, well, I don't know. I just sort of, I guess I feel insecure, and I feel like lashing out at others is the only way to make myself feel confident. Uh, and as they all sort of, uh, like, sort of start babbling, pouring their hearts out, um, the uh, figure of light turns uh, back to back to all of you uh, and just sparkles get out of here make a break for it i'll hold them off dad (laughs) okay um i'm gonna try and do what the figure says Mm -hmm. uh yeah no for sure uh uh, with the time that you bought you but you both managed to um successfully climb up the climb up the curtains through the window and hop down onto the other side uh before you know it the uh the the sunlight fades uh, fades away again and uh you can see that the that the light is gone and you're you're once again in in darkness lit only by a lot of very gothic sort of spooky um spooky kind of lamps but they're not they're not candlelight they're kind of like glowing plasma neon uh like neon strips kind of up the inside of these big black iron claws um and you you find you have found yourselves in some sort of very ornately uh, draped corridor, but the place seems to have been trashed. Um, there's some uh, there's some there's some sort of uh, tables that have been knocked over, drawers have been spilt. There's papers lying all over the floor, um, screwed up, and hoof prints stomped on them. Um, can everybody make me a dark seeing check, please? Oh yes. What'd you get, Ella? Seven. Okay. What'd you get, Maddie? Four. Fantastic. What'd you get, David? Eleven. Oh, fantastic. Well, um, you know, you, you've been through a fair bit, uh, Samuel, and um, you're starting to feel a bit, a bit more confident about yourself. You uh, you managed to, you know, your, your curtain plan worked pretty well, and... Uh, yeah, instead of the dark freaking you out like it usually would, you uh, you, you think you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna work out where we are I'm instead of instead of panicking. Uh, and you look over and you do see that there is a large, uh, what seems to be a giant painting, um, hung up on the wall uh, with a huge like huge like gash torn particularly down one side of it. Hmm. Does the painting? What's the painting of? Uh, as you look at the painting, you can see that uh, it is a, uh, a tall, um, slender, but kind of cheery-looking um, unicorn um, standing uh, with uh, somebody's hand sort of caressing the mane of this unicorn. Um, but uh, the the hand is connected to a figure that seems to have been torn away out of the uh, out of the painting. I've never seen someone so close to a unicorn and not get devoured. Mm. Sparkles walks up to Samuel and glows very brightly, kind of yellow, like, and and looks at you with these big black like liquid eyes and goes, "I'm doing this." because you're not scared of the dark, but there's something to do with the dark that you're uncomfortable with. So I figured just to be safe, I would make things more bright. Lovely. Yeah, Samuel appreciates this, but does not show any change in his emotion. <laughs> uh, as you um, as you uh, walk up to the um, to the painting sparkles, um, you can you look upon the painting as well. Um, 
and you can see that the uh, the, the, the rather imposing-looking unicorn uh, is actually a, an infamous unicorn of ancient uh, legend. Um, can you roll me a unicorn hunting check to try and remember what you know about the lore of this uh, dark unicorn? I got a nine. You got a nine. Okay, that's pretty solid. Um, you can tell uh, that this uh, this unicorn she is uh, she is Count Darkhorn, um, one of the most uh, evil uh, unicorns in legend, um, but hasn't been heard of for for ages. Um, but the, uh, as far as you remember, Count Darkhorn, she she was a lot more fearsome looking and uh than um than what you see in the painting there seems to be a there seems to be a count darkhorn before the the turn to shadow that that, that happened uh not but 30 years ago to the day so sparkles bioluminescence goes red for a second and makes everything look a lot like a murder house but then they remember themselves and turn themselves yellow again um and they go okay well First of all, this is unicorn propaganda. Everyone knows that Count Darkhorn is the reason that unicorns are evil after she's decided to start infecting them with her strangely sharp fangs following her encounter with a dark being on the road. And also, like, I don't know who this person is, but if it turns out that land people were working with unicorns to help turn them into, like, fanged people-eating monsters, then, then... I'm going to need to send a strongly worded letter somewhere or share a petition. <laughs> I'm going to share a petition online. <laughs> uh, at the mention of uh, Count Darkhorn, uh, sounds like, didn't, didn't the orc mention some kind of Darkhorn? Was that before or after Banshee did that kick-ass thing? Uh, before, the before the killing. Right. I, I mean, in my head, it's just so vivid, you know, like the, the curve of her arm and like the way that her bicep kind of like flexed and then like obviously like the kind of the blood like flying off the edge of the vinyl as it kind of like sliced. Like it's just, um, yeah, no, yeah, I, I think <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Samuel, Samuel would like to check his own memory <laughs> to see if he can remember if it's a camped up that uh, yeah, no. You you remember that you do remember the orc mentioning that um, that the ship was bringing prisoners to count to count Darkhorn, but uh, you weren't told uh, much more than that. Uh, Banshee McBain, what are you doing in this time? I am examining the interior design and okay, musing on the on the kind of the merits of shabby chic. Sure, sure. Uh, as you look around, you can see, you can see that it's kind of. Um, but this place was once ornate and uh, beautiful, but um, the uh, the tone has rather fallen by the wayside. Something something dark and uh, angsty has happened within the walls of this castle. I'm gonna get out a little notebook from my pocket and just start writing a few notes, Fantastic. a few ideas for angsty, angsty poems that I can write. write, me a, write but, make me an angsty poetry check. Ready ho. Ah, that is a, um, that is an eight. Excellent. Uh, yeah, no, you managed to dot down a few ideas. Uh, yeah, you could play on something. That's, uh, that's got legs, this would go somewhere. Yeah, I really think like the darkness is like what shrouded me and protected me when no one else would. Mm -hmm. I think that's a theme that I can really, really play around with, you know? Yeah, for sure. 
Um, but as you're looking around at all the uh, the furniture, you, you, your eye is drawn to the um, to the lots of pieces of scattered um, paper that has been thrown across the floor. Uh, and as you look at it, you too can see that uh, on all these on all these pieces of paper seem to be written lyrics. Angsty poetry has been written, uh, but it's all been sort of like hastily scribbled, screwed up, screwed up, torn up, and cast aside. Can I examine this to see if I can infer anything about the person who wrote yeah, it? Yeah, for sure. Make me a, make me a, make me an angsty poetry check uh, to sort of see if you can uh, see if you can uh, draw on your knowledge of writing to work out what might be in the, in the mind of this person. That's a nine. It's a nine. Okay, yeah, you can tell. Uh, you can tell that this uh, that this poetry was written about uh, somebody's heartbreak, someone's uh, someone's attempting to to uh, really write their feelings out and uh, process some stuff that they've not been processing. But uh, they've done a pretty bad job of uh, like this poetry is really not that great, um, and uh, seems to be focused a lot more on form than on uh, expression. Um, you can definitely see where they've gone yeah. wrong, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, as far as you can tell, that's what you what you worked out. Sort of a, 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 an old love uh, that uh, you know you thought that they'd be there forever, but then they left you. <laughs> Yeah, this person really needs to break free of the constraints of like traditional poetical forms like the sonnet and really just embrace like free verse and like yeah, it's rhymeless all, poetry. It's all sonnets. It's all like half rhymes that they've attempted to like shove together. It's really, really poorly done. I'll, I'll, I'll share my findings with the group. Okay, fantastic. Wow. Yeah, this, this, there's this like really bad breakup that's probably gone on. I don't know if it has anything to do with that like rad painting over there with like the cool, probably intentional tear in it. But uh, yeah, I think something like heartbreaky bad went on here. Uh, one piece of one piece of imagery uh, that you can make out from the poem is the idea of um, is the idea of the sunlight mocking you you know we used to we used to like dance in the sun and uh, and now the sunlight is just blinding it's 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 vile it's gauche oh my gods oh my gods gods of the black abyss banshee yeah when it was sunny the unicorns were nice and <sighs> yeah and 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 when it's dark they're very scary. I would say they're more powerful than usual. It's sort of like a werehamster thing, you know, with the full moon. Um, and what if, what if, what if it's all connected? What if, what if they've gotten rid of the the sun to make to get themselves to the peak of their power and the peak of their meanness? Oh my god, that's so rad. I mean, bad. <laughs> we should stop it. I mean. I don't know. What do you what do you think we should do? I'm confused because I like I'm in favor of anything that brings more sun into the into into anything really. Because I like the sun, not because I don't like the dark. Okay. Yeah, roll me a roll me a lying check, Samuel. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a that's an eight. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, again it sounds like it could be true. Like that makes sense. But again, like the bringing up of not like in the dark, it's it's kind of suspicious. But you can't really <laughs> glean much from it. 
Sparkles uh, blinks it. All seems relatively legit. Sparkles blinks at Samuel with like those vertical, like kind of semi-transparent eyelids. I don't know what they're called, but you know, like those like sure. um, yeah. and then just like glows a bit brighter. <laughs> Samuel does not acknowledge this change. <laughs> <laughs> At this point in the episode, we'd like to introduce you to the Prick Willow Papers, Maddie Searle's production from Snazzy Tapir Productions. Hi there. I suppose I should introduce myself. I'm Silda. I'm 21. I'm a half-elf. I've just graduated. And this is where it gets weird. I'm on a quest to help one of the Fey folk get her powers back. And I'm not sure if I should be... Who are you talking to, Silda? No one. No one at all. Anyway, I have no idea what I'm doing. Send help, please. The Prick Willow Papers, a fantasy audio drama podcast from Snazzy Tapir Productions. You can listen to the complete first season on your favourite podcatcher now. You can find the Prick Willow Papers wherever you get your podcasts. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Wander with us into a world of magic. Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with and reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. We'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales. Further down this hallway, you suddenly hear the splintering of wood. Um, uh, and you can see that uh, that um, quite a long way down, but closer for come than, uh, than you'd like, um, the the unicorns have sort of kicked their way in through um, through this sort of uh, wooden door from far further down, and the sort of dark mahogany is like split and splintered and fallen onto the ground. Uh, and several unicorns sort of start stepping in, looking around, seeing if they can see where you've gone. Uh, Samuel would like to see if he can find anything that he can fashion into a thing to hit unicorns with. 
uh, you can find. Yeah, no, you can find several. There, there, there's a lot. There's sort of um, a wooden, uh, a wooden kind of like countertop sort of set of cupboards that was pulled open. That's got all the uh, the notes in, and uh, you reckon you could smack uh, smack that and get a bit of a table leg off of that. Yeah, cool. Gonna do that, please. Okay, cool. Yeah, roll me a punching check to try and break this table. Uh, that's a seven. Uh, yeah, no, you, you you smack it, and once again, you 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 hurt your hand a little bit, but you managed to pull off a you managed to pull off a chunk of wood. Um, but in the splintering noise, uh, the unicorns all sort of turn and notice you there, and begin to like gallops to gallop towards the three of you. Um, as Sparkles, I'm getting big secret passage vibes from this room with the poetry mm-hmm. and the lost love and the rip painting and everything. Sure. So Sparkles would like to try and find an entrance to a secret passage. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, roll me, um, roll me a dark seeing check, but you can add plus two to it because you're using your, because uh, you've got your luminescent hands. Ooh. Thank you. Oh God, I needed that. Um, yeah. <laughs> seven. <laughs> nice. Okay. So yeah, you know, you managed to, uh, as you fumble around, you find that there's a, a bookshelf um, that has not been sort of toppled, and you, you you reckon one of these books might be the uh, might be a, be a book that could pull open a secret passage, but you've no way of knowing. Uh, which one it could possibly be. B. McBee, I need your excellent literary and interior design skills. I think that there's a way out, but we need to move all of these books. <laughs> uh, okay, I would like to like have a quick scan of the books to see if any of them stand out as particularly angsty. Yeah, for sure. Roll me an angsty poetry writing check. Yes! Awesome. So that is a seven. Oh uh, yeah, no, you can, uh, um, you know, knowing what you're looking for, uh, you do... Uh, you do find um, you find a, you find a, a, a book of uh, angsty poetry, um, simply simply titled "The Way," and uh, <laughs> you reckon that might you know that's that's a, that's a poorly it's a poorly hidden uh, clue that this might be a secret passageway. All right, so there's capital T, capital W, the way. Mm-hmm. So let's try this one, and I'll yeah. yank it. As you yank it, there's a click, uh, and uh, slightly uh, the 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 bookshelf swings back a little bit. Um, there's about of there's about a two foot uh, gap that you guys reckon you can slip through uh, without the unicorns um, seeing you, and you uh, you slide in uh, and shut it behind you, and you find yourselves in a dark passageway. Samuel, roll me a dark seeing check, please. Yeah. Uh, that is a 10. Oh, okay, yeah, so this is pretty dark, um, but, you know, you know what, you're a brave man, you can hold your own. Uh, you've confronted the dark hallway, you can certainly confront a dark passageway. There's no there's no reason that this, uh, that this, that this would be a problem for you. Nice. You managed to keep your cool. Um, and as you guys all head along the dark passageway, um, you can find um, you can find sort of uh, pictures uh, scrawled against, like in the stone that seem to have been scrawled by by a unicorn horn. Of uh, it's, it's it's once more, it's more it's more angsty poetry, but this time it it like it just sort of devolves into chicken scratch. You you can't really even make out many uh, many words. Um, but uh, Banshee, could you roll me an angsty poetry writing? Alrighty, that is a ten. Cool. Uh, what you can make out um, is that uh, 
they're trying to um, find a rhyme. They're trying to find a rhyme for the word papa, but they can't quite make it. They can't quite make it make it rhyme smoothly. Hmm. That's interesting. Like, like you really don't need to be constrained by like the rhyming form, but okay, I guess so. Yeah, but you can tell that just like that instead of writing literally any other poetry, all they're doing is just coming up with like rhymes, and they just can't find. They're just so focused <laughs> on the rhyme scheme that they've got nothing. Okay. Can, do, what do you guys make of this? They're like so focused on like rhyming stuff. I don't get it. It's like that's totally not my creative process. Mm. Could could Sparkles use their knowledge of unicorn hunting to see if they remember anything that might be useful? Yeah, sure. Yeah, roll me a unicorn hunting check. Uh, nine. Cool. So yeah, no, you you uh, you remember that there was stories of uh, of the uh, the lost the lost love of. Uh, of, uh, of of Count Darkhorn, but you never paid it much heed because here you know, Count Darkhorn's such an evil unicorn. There's no way they could have ever had love in their heart. You know that deep down. Um, but uh, you you have heard stories of the the lost love of of Count Darkhorn and how it how it drove her mad. So I want to pitch to you, the GM, and you, the, the, my fellow players, yeah, that sure. in the world building of this world, the reason that we know that these scratchings were left by a unicorn horn is it leaves like a kind of iridescent snail trail yep. of like, kind of like slightly slimy dust. Yeah, um, sure. that makes sense. So uh, Sparkles like kind of puts their finger over it, like touches a little bit of it, wrinkles their like very flat nose and like kind of like like well i mean it's genuine unicorn dust um i mean okay so there's this whole story about how count darkhorn actually was in love with someone but obviously that is unicorn propaganda obviously because unicorns have great big holes where their hearts should be figuratively and literally that's why you can't kill a unicorn by stabbing it in the heart despite popular misconception um but um yeah, maybe it's connected because supposedly Count Darkhorn went crazy because of this whole love thing. Um, Banshee, you see behind um, as Sparkles is talking, you see behind Sparkles. There's the same like um, figure of sort of sparkling light briefly appearing um, behind you. Oh, look! It's the Sparkle person, the the like the shiny person that's not that's not you. Look over there. Yeah, as you turn around, immediately drawn to them. <laughs> as you turn around, you see these sort of dancing lights, but they they don't seem to be um, they don't seem to be completely formless. They are made of lights, but um, the lights that they're made of uh, it seems like starlight, but they're in a particular pattern. They're kind of in the shape of um, of a nervous system, sort of very connected by tendrils of light. Who are you? Why why do you impact unicorns so much? Roll me a talking to people check, please. Uh, that's a six. Uh, they um, they uh, they they look at you and they the the, the figure shakes their head uh, uh, and they raise their finger um, to sort of reach out to you, Sparkles. I I think I mean this sounds like a fishman. So I, I think if, if that's what it looks like, then probably Sparkles is going to reach out to take their hand. Yeah, for sure. So you reach out to take the hand of the sort of person made of uh, made of stars and uh, a figure 
sort of begins to appear semi-translucent, but but not altogether there. And uh, you find yourself looking up into the face of somebody you have not seen for 30 years. Uh, it is your father. <gasps> Papa Fishlegs. <gasps> and Papa Fish, Fishlegs says, Sparkles, I, I finally found you after all these years. It's me, Edwardson Fishlegs. <laughs> Does? Uh, Edward Fishlegs, because you are Edwardson and I am Edward yeah. Fishlegs. That's me. Yeah, yeah, no, it's okay. Like, the patronymic system, it gets confusing sometimes. I, you know, I met this pelican who said that you were looking for me, but I didn't believe them. I, where did you go? I have been looking for you, Sparkles. The truth is, is... I was slain here by by Count Darkhorn. I I came to to fight her off. She she turned mad thirty years ago, and all the unicorns they they turned on us. Their their starlight that used to that used to bring sunlight and brightness to everybody. They turned on us. And I found it was time to finally confront Count Darkhorn, but she killed me, and I've been trapped here as a as a spirit within this within this castle ever since. Dad, that's like the worst. <laughs> I know, it's it's all I could do to remain here in the hope that maybe one day I'd find you and that finally you could bring an end to Count Darkhorn, but it seems like her power's finally grand. She's, she's finally put a stop to the sun itself. No, don't say that. B. McBee, Banshee McBain. She's my idol. She's right there. Isn't she amazing? Right. I love yeah. her eyeliner. Seems um, cool. Yeah, extremely cool. Um, she I'm really always... glad you're making friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it was a rough time for a while. And probably... oh, wait, no, we don't have time for this. No, B. No, McBee okay. always says that the darkest moment is right before an even darker moment that is so beautiful <laughs> that it will inspire you. Um, <laughs> I think... You've got to know something. You've got to know. Search your spirit memory, Dad. It's it's cloudy, but all I know is the the starlight that is part of me. It's part of you too, Sparkles. And if you search your soul, you and your friends can bring sunlight back to this world. That's all I know. That's like so deep. Um, B. McBee, I think we need to write an angsty poem. Beautiful. All right, so the thing is, I think I've learned on this adventure, whatever this is, that my reliance on pain and my fetishization of pain has been, like, uh, has been stopping me from achieving my true potential. So I feel like your friendship has been really important for me and learning that positivity is like much more important. So, but I think that together as a team, we can create the most angsty poetry that's ever been written. Amazing. Yes, and Sparkles goes like hot pink again when you say that they're your friend. Like they just like they're very, very blushy. Um, okay, okay, let's do this. Sparkles, you need to go and strike down Count Darkhorn. It's the only way. But she 
she lives at the top of the castle. I, I urge you to be careful, to be secret, for if she if she sees you coming, there'll be no way you can stop her. Samuel, Samuel wants to check. It's like, Sparrows, did you say her, his name was Papa? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I call him Papa Fishlegs. Um, you know, it's kind of a common fisherman like nickname for a parent. Papa um, Edward Fishlegs, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, like, I mean, it looks like the, the, the unicorn... Dad, why is the yes. unicorn writing poems about you? Uh, I think she knows that I have this and uh, he pulls out a glistening uh, steak, uh, ruby encrusted. This is the only steak that works on, on Count Darkhorn. All other steaks just splinter as they collide with her cruel hide, but I think she knew that this was the only way that she could be brought down. Her hatred for me, it's, it's maddening, but I can't do anything anymore. Only you can. And uh, reaches out and tries to give you this uh, this uh, sparkling uh, steak. I mean, I try to take it, but I'm worried about the use of the word "try" there. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you you can you can take you can take it. It's just that it's just that he's like oh, my my hands there. They're not as solid as they once were since I was killed. Now it's, it's all the strength they have to hold on to this, but I wish to grant it to you now. And yeah, you know, you can, you can take it and you can feel its power within you. Like, I was not able to strike down Count Darkhorn, but you have the same sunlight that it was within me. You, you can do this. Whoa. And uh, with that, Papa fish legs sort of shimmers and disappears. I love you. I hope I can see you again one day. And fades away. I love you too. Your words echo into the passageway, but there is no reply. You know, no one has believed in me for about 30 years. <laughs> um, this is like a big responsibility, but and they kind of like get their steak like and hold it properly and they're like but i think i'm ready and as they say it their bioluminescence goes red and for a second it's like and then and then they go back to yellow again for samuel mm -hmm. um and, and they kind of put the steak away in like a, their holster they have a steak holster obviously um obviously <laughs> obviously samuel just wants to look at bay and go I don't write much poetry, but have you ever spent so long working on poetry for someone you hate? Yeah, I get what you mean. I'm wondering if there was some kind of like thing going on between Papa Fishlegs and Darkhorn, but I kind of don't want to mention it too much around Sparkles in case they get upset. Fair. Uh, obviously, uh, Sparkles, you do remember your uh, your mother who taught you so much of the lore about uh, about unicorn hunting. You, you know that she uh, she passed away a few years ago, but the knowledge that she taught you now seems very specific. It's almost like she knew something. Ooh. Ooh. But all you have left is to wake your way along this passageway. Are we ready to kick some unicorn butt? Hell yes. 
as you continue along the passageway, you see uh, a flickering light ahead of you. Um, but it's not flickering like a firelight. It's flickering like as if as if it is sunlight that is being sort of switched off and on again at at, at strange intervals. Um, not quite not quite allowed to shine as brightly as it should. Hmm. Uh, and before you know it, you uh, you find yourself walking on a metal grate that is a, a large drop down beneath you. And uh, you can see far below you is a huge hall um, that stretches out. In the center of the hall is a, is a glowing source of light, but it's almost like kept behind ice, trying to like shine through the through the ice, but it can't quite make make it through. Uh, you can also see the uh, well. Actually, everybody roll me a everybody roll me a dark seeing check. That's a six. Oh, Dave got a six. Ella, what'd you get? I got a ten. Nice, Maddie, what'd you get? I got a three. Cool. Uh, so, Sparkles, uh, as you look out, um, you, you can hear the uh, the echoing sounds of uh, of an organ. It's kind of echoing through these uh, through these halls. Um, uh, as you look, you can you you can see um, at the far end of this hall. You you can make out the organ that's being played, but its back is to you, and you you can't see what's on the other side. And you can see that the the, the dark stretch below you is that you are far above this hall in some sort of like air duct climbing around above above the the hall. Um, David, uh, as you, uh, as you sort of look out. Um, your, your confidence is starting to wane a little bit. You're, you're quite high up now. There's some spooky organ music playing. You start to get a little bit antsy, but you, you know you keep it together. You've been you've been holding it together this long. You you can you can hold together, but you know a little part of you is like desperate to get out of this passageway. Yeah. Um, Banshee. Uh, as you walk, you, you can't really see ahead of you, uh, and uh, you catch. Uh, the the heel of one of your shoes um, in the metal grate that you're walking on, uh, and you fall uh, and you slam against the metal, and uh, the metal grate that you slam against begins to come loose and uh, swings down, and you can just about grab onto the metal and hold yourself, but you're now hanging perilously above this hall. Uh, guys, can I have a hand? I'm 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 gonna fall. This is not good. This is not good. I would like to help save Banshee, please. You want to help save Banshee? Sparkles, I want you to roll me a climbing check. Oh, no. To try and help. To try and help Banshee. Oh, no. Fish are famously terrible at climbing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And I rolled a five and I have minus two, so that's a three. Uh, As you reach down, uh, you get a grip on um, Banshee and you you start to pull him up, but uh, you you slip too and you can't keep your grip on the metal and you swing down and now you are clasped onto onto banshee being uh, being held above this gap banshee you're now like gripping sparkles to stop them from <laughs> falling down david uh well yeah so i'm just gonna try and stop them falling to their death <laughs> uh, excellent what are you gonna do is that a climbing throw check as well uh what are you gonna well what are you trying oh to i'd like to try and pull banshee up uh, okay, yeah, no, uh, roll me a climbing check. Uh, that's a seven. Cool. So yeah, you you managed to uh, you managed to grip hold uh, 
banshee um, and, uh, you know, begin to pull them up. But uh, banshee, you you know that you're going to need both hands to pull yourself up. Uh, and all, uh, and you're currently gripping the hand of this uh, uh, this fish man oh. that uh, is hanging below you. Uh, you can't hold on to bear. Uh, I think that I think if 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 Sparkles sees even a hint of indecision on Banshee's face, then probably what Sparkles would do, as a diehard Banshee McBain fan, no, is let go no. of her. No, Sparkles, no, no. no. <laughs> No, don't do it. <laughs> Sparkles, are you gonna let go? Yeah, I, th- I think I think if I if I if I can see that like Banshee needs both hands to get back up, I think that probably Sparkles is gonna look up at Banshee, gonna be like, "It'll be okay. The darkness will match the darkness of my soul, and they <laughs> will let go." Okay, so Sparkles lets go, and the two of you can begin to see the light fall into the darkness and disappearing. Do you guys want to try and do anything? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you want to do? Uh, no. <laughs> Banshee, you managed to, gra- you managed to grab hold of uh, the edge of the railings. Um, you can tell. Uh, so, so uh, uh, Samuel, I want you to make me another dark seeing check. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, this is uh, uh, eight. Nice. Uh, you can see that these um, the vents that you're in um, are, uh, are are hung up by by ropes to the to the ceiling, sort of very thick ropes. Uh, and uh, you reckon that uh, you can pull off a pretty classic sailing maneuver, which is cutting the rope and swinging down and grabbing somebody falling from like the top of the mast. You reckon you can do it, but it's going to take a hefty sailing check. Oh no, the thing I'm the worst <laughs> at. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to try. Cool, but you're going to need something to cut the rope with in a, in a split second. You're going to have to try and come up with something to cut the rope with, either you or Banshee. Uh, I've got a splinter. I've got my teeth. Um, um, you can take one of my vinyls. <laughs> yep, you got the fi- you got the razor edged vinyls. Yeah, we'll try and cut some rope with the vinyl then. Tight. Yeah. So uh, make me an indie vinyl killing check, please. Uh, oh, it's a five. Oh, uh, you uh, you try to hold it in your grip, but uh, it, it 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 sort of cuts your finger and it drops to the ground. Banshee, you're you're still hanging on the edge of this. Uh, this uh, edge, but you reckon if you can pull yourself up quickly and hurl the uh, the the record, you can uh, you can make it. Okay, can I try and hurl the record at the rope? Yeah, for sure. Make me an indie vinyl killing check. That is nine. Okay, I think that's good enough. That's pretty high. That's close to a total success. <laughs> you uh, you slit the you slit the you hurl the uh, the vinyl desperately, uh, and it it glides and it just cuts its way through two of the ropes, and the bend begins to fall and swing in a swinging arc. Mat this massive vent, and you guys gripping onto the metal, and as it swings down, you're falling. Uh, 
uh, faster than uh, faster than sparkles does because even though in real life things that fall uh, fall at the same rate regardless of their mass everybody knows that in uh, action adventure sci-fi fantasy movies um, yeah people falling to catch somebody can fall faster than the person falling obviously um, <laughs> that's yeah. the rules you begin to you begin to swing down um I'm gonna need all three of you to make me a climbing check, just to see how well you can catch. You can catch sparkles. Oh no! No. Oh no! What did uh, Ella? What did you roll? A two. Worse. Uh, Maddie, what did you roll? Five. Worse. David, what did you roll? A nine. You rolled a nine. Okay. So uh, as it swings down. Um, Sparkles, you you reach out um, to grab the metal grate. Uh, maybe you can't quite grip a hold of the metal. It's it's sliding between your your fingers, um, your webbed fingers. Banshee, you reach out to try and grab uh, Sparkles, and um, Samuel, you do too. But uh, as you reach out, Samuel, you manage to get a hold of one hand, but uh, Banshee. You can't quite get a grip, and sparkles slips out of your hand. No. Uh, and as the vent swings and crashes into a giant like pillar, uh, uh, and leaving you sort of about 20 feet off of the ground at the bottom of this vent, uh, sparkles, you fall and you hit the stone. Uh, and as you do so, the uh, you can feel a sharp blinding pain and then nothing and as the two of you watch the uh the sort of fluorescent light running through sparkles flickers and fades away no no pretty harsh stuff you guys but you you'll fa- you'll failed a lot of rolls you failed yeah. a lot of rolls i can't that, deny it yeah that was a lot of failures oh no but uh if you want to roll me a climbing check to climb down and rush over to sparkles yeah see if they're okay oh, low low Come back here you dice uh yeah fumble Fumble. Fumble. I I got a five, but that's my third failure on climbing, so I've got a plus one now. <laughs> Fantastic. Proud of you. Uh, eight. Okay, yeah, no. Uh, um, Samuel, you managed to climb down, hop down. You know, you're, you're pretty proficient. You're, uh, you're, a, you're a decent... Uh, you're a decent climber. You've you've climbed up enough ships, and you manage to hop down, and uh, you can reach up and uh, catch Banshee if Banshee drops down on you. And uh, you find yourselves on the ground, and you quickly rush over to uh, you rush over to Sparkles, but the light has fully left. Sparkles, I'm afraid, is dead. Sparkles, from your perspective, the light sort of fades around you, and you're left in a black void. But um, you can still feel the stone against your back and you begin to lift yourself up uh, from the floor. Um, but you're in a pitch black void, except you can see there are stars in the sky and they you think they might lead you in the right direction, but you're going to have to make an astrology check for me. Oh, boy. Uh, eight. 
cool. Yeah, you managed to uh, you managed to find a direction because there's a there's a particularly bright star that you can see in the distance, and you begin to make your way towards it. Meanwhile, uh, Banshee and Samuel, um, you uh, you find your friend is broken, dead on the floor, and uh, Banshee, you you can feel. The uh, the angsty poetry, the darkness well within you, and you think I failed. My my friends, they they trusted me, they believed in me, but I let them down. My one spark of positivity is gone. I tried so hard. Samuel, you feel if only you'd have been a, you'd have been a little better at seeing in the dark. Maybe this wouldn't happened, and now. There's, the whole world is dark and you just can't dark see your way out of this world. But uh, as you, uh, as the, the sort of shadow in your heart clears, you notice the organ has stopped playing. Uh-oh. Uh, as, as much as it pains him to do, Samuel is going to, to, to rifle through uh, Sparkle's pockets to make sure they get the, the stake that he knows yeah, is so important. To, you manage to pull out the stake, but as you uh, as you do so, um, the glistening rubies, when you take it into your hand, the glistening kind of fades and it leaves it looking sort of dull, but you think it might still work. Kind of have to hope. It doesn't quite have the same light in it that's, yeah. that it had when it was being held by Sparkle's. Um, but Sparkles, um, you can actually hear um, echoing in the distance, like 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 you're sort of hearing some sound through, uh, that, like when you're underwater and you can hear people talking outside of the water, you can kind of hear that. And you can actually hear um, Samuel and Banshee as they sort of talk and pull the, you, you can almost see like rippling in the water. You can see Samuel grasping the stake but you can also see in the distance the shadow of Count Darkhorn uh, as she rounds the corner on the organ and stares directly at Banshee and Samuel but they've not seemed to have seen her yet Oh boy, I mean, I want to try and warn them with my ghost voice, I guess. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> roll me a talking to people check, please. Oh no! no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I got a three. <laughs> you, your voice cries out, but it just can't seem to break through. You, you open your mouth and uh, you just can't seem to summon the words. Um, the other two of you, you, uh, you can hear foot, like hoof steps walking towards you across the stone. And they go, Who dares disturb my angsty slumber? Uh, well, the, the, it's all cold and freezy outside and we kind of wanted to fix that. Um, I was I was kind of going both ways on it for a while. I wasn't sure if I wanted to keep it cold and angsty, but now I realize that positivity is the better solution. So we kind of want to kill you now. Is that okay? You'll never kill me. Only the light of the chosen one can kill me. But 
it'll never. Samuel pulls out the stick and goes, Do you mean this? <laughs> so deluded. You're such a fool, Samuel. You think you can possibly be the chosen one to fight Count Darkhorn? You're scared of the dark. There's nothing you can do. And soon, this whole world will be cast in eternal shadow. For I will blot out the very sun itself. Uh, and she begins to scrape the floor with her hooves and goes, But first, you shall die. And she breaks into a charge. What do you guys do? Uh, Samuel wants to prepare himself to, as much as he possibly can, stab this evil horse with the stake. Uh, okay, yeah, make me a unicorn hunting check, please. Okay. That's a nine. Cool, so you uh, you managed to get the... Uh, as she charges at you, you managed to deftly hop out the way and plunge the stake into the side of Darkhorn. Um, and it's yanked from your hand uh, as she gallops past you. Um, and uh, she sort of breaks to a halt and turns back to face you and uh, glances at her sort of flank to see the uh, the, the stake plunged in the side of it. Ha! I told you, only the chosen one. And uh, the stake, she sort of clenches and the stake like pops out of her side and falls to the ground. Banshee, what are you going to do? Um, even though I know that it probably won't help, it's the only thing I can do, I'm going to throw some vinyl at this evil unicorn. Amazing. Roll me an indie vinyl killing check. That is a uh, seven. Cool. So you hurl an indie vinyl. Uh, which which indie vinyl do you hurl? I'm going to hurl um, some Bell and Sebastian because I'm feeling more upbe- upbeat now. Nice. You, you hurl it uh, at, the, at the, the once again charging unicorn and it collides against her head and it, it manages to do a big scratch down the side of her face and she uh, winces in pain for a second but then she, she pulls her head back around and the cut begins to heal and she charges you once again. I want you to make me a dancing check, please. Banshee McBain. Alrighty. That is a nine. Nine. Well, uh, yeah, so you managed to dodge deftly out of the way, but you can't seem to get any purchase on on her. Um, but you avoid getting gored by the dark and cruel twisted horn of uh, of Count Darkhorn. Ugh, oh, would you stop avoiding me? I hate it when people avoid me. I wish people would just confront me. Um, sparkles. <laughs> You are walking through the the world of light. You can see your friends desperately trying to fight Count Darkhorn, who helpless to reach out to them. Um, uh, so, in one direction, along the sort of pathway of stars that you find yourself, on one direction is your friends in uh, in uh, an echo of themselves, and in the other direction is the bright is the bright star. And as you look at the bright star, you can see it fills out. And it's the shape of your father. It's 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 Papa Fish Legs, and he reaches out and he's like, "You, you can join me. I'm here for you." I'm sorry, Papa Fish Legs, but I gotta help my friends. Um, and I'm hoping that 
the stake is somehow magical, I want to see if I can pick up the ruby stake. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, you rush over to the ruby stake, uh, and you uh, you try to grasp it, but your, your your hand is so incorporeal now. I want you to roll me another astrology check. Oh boy. Oh, I got a ten. Nice. You reach down, you grab the ruby stake, and you pick it up. Um, Banshee and Samuel, you can see uh, the stake suddenly picks up, and you can see an echo uh, as uh, the ner- the glowing nervous system of Sparkles Edwardson shines out suddenly in the dark. You can see they're still alive somehow. And uh, as you grip the stake, it glows with a with a ruby light once more. And uh, Count Darkhorn looks up and, and suddenly says, Sparkles, is that you? I mean, yeah, but who are you? You're, you're Count Darkhorn. How, how do you know who I am? I know a lot more than you know, Sparkles. I thought that my minions would bring you to me so that I could end you, but you're the only one who can stop me. And I thought if I could get to you, and then I saw you fall, and I knew that finally I had nothing else to fear, but you're here again. You've come back to fight me, just like Papa Fishlegs. That fool! He turned on me. I can't believe he would do that. What, what do you mean he turned on you? Don't you see, Sparkles? Do you not finally understand? What did, what did Papa Fishlegs tell you about me? That you're like super evil. <laughs> Why? Why am I evil? No one's just evil. Why am I evil? You went crazy. You killed him. I did kill him, it's true. But he turned on me. Don't you see, Sparkles? Search your feelings. You know it to be true. I am your mother. No! Edward Fishlegs and I, we, we were in love. We, we had a child together. But he always loved this fishwoman out at sea. And he left me for her. He, he thought my power had grown too great. And, uh, but it was our love that fueled my power. And he, he left. And the power of the sun that filled my heart once, it, it turned only to shadow and darkness. And now I shall destroy this world, and there shall never be light like yours or like Papa Fishlegs in it ever again. And finally, the cruel hearts of the unicorns, turned to evil and meanness by the night, shall remain forevermore. We shall never be weak again. I would like to attempt a singing check. Uh, you can't roll a singing check, but you can roll an angsty poetry check. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, there is a singing check. Damn, yeah, yeah, we've got singing. singing. Yeah, roll me singing, 100%, you may roll me singing. Okay. I forgot I had singing. It's, I always miss one of these that I always, and it's always one I've come up with because I'm so focused on all of your skills. Yeah, roll me a singing check. I rolled it and I got a 10. Nice, so what do you sing? What I would like to do is slowly 
lower the stake and look at my friends and look back at Count Darkhorn yep. and go, <clears throat> we are family. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, all my sisters with me. It doesn't matter what your gender is. I think we have to be friends with the horse unicorn now. Because you're my mommy. She, uh, she's like, um, I don't think we were going for mummies. I thought we were going for vampires as an analogy for unicorns in this world. That makes sense. And she, she sort of freezes and something about you singing, she just can't quite she 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 freezes for a moment, there's indecision in her eyes, but she she's still angry, she's enraged, and she's like, No, this power you'll never win me over like this. I I tried to express my feelings myself. I, I tried to write so much angsty poetry, but, but nothing ever came out. You think the power of music will, will turn me? I've longed to hear you sing, Sparkles, but you can't win me over, not just like that. I'm going to hold out my sparkly hand to Banshee McBain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, kind of like, raise my eyebrows at her. I mean... If you want some help with the poetry, I can, like, give you a hand. I'm like, I could be, like, a, a mentor or a tutor or something. I mean, I've got, got some, like, really good feedback on my on my poetry collections. Cool. So if you want, we could, like, write some. And, like, I, you, your, your work has potential. It really does. Amazing. Banshee, I want you to roll me an angsty poetry writing check, but I want you to roll it with advantage from the help of your friend. Oh, so my first roll was a six. Cool. My second roll is a seven. It's good enough. It's not a fail. Uh, you reach out and you, gra- you grasp hands with sparkles and you come up with some angsty poetry. Uh from from your hearts, you sing from your hearts, and does somebody want to try and give it a shot of what they sing? Sparkles, you want to give it another try? Yep. I mean, wake me up when September ends. Uh, and as you, she's like, it's so, it's it's got this sort of edge to it, but it's still soulful. And, ah, damn it. It's better poetry than I could ever write. But you two alone, surely you know, the power of a, of a duet is, is nothing compared to the power of a trio. I know that. I... <laughs> Samuel would like to grab the hand and yeah. also do a singing check. Samuel, you're not going to sing. I want you to roll me a talking to people check. Oh, no, not a talking check. Oh, it was terrible. You can roll it with advantage because of your friends. Oh, phew, it's a seven. Again, it's just a pass. And uh, 
you've never been able to find the words to communicate with people before, Samuel, but you know this unicorn is hurting and you need to find the right things to say to give them to bring the message across only your sea salty mariner's ways only a man who has seen the sea can express what are you going to say to Darkhorn I'm going to say that um, out on the sea we know that it always feels dark just before the dawn there's always the sun coming and you have the literal power to bring the sun back only you uh, uh damn it it's it's so expressive it, it uses imagery that i could never reach that my cloven dark hooves could not quite grasp damn it but no uh and uh, behind dark uh dark the uh the, the, the ice begins to crack around the sun and the sun begins to shine out as the power of your singing and your wordsmithery and your analogies <laughs> shine forth and begin to break down the ice and the sun shines out and as it hits as it hits Count Dark Horse she's like no sunlight I'm sure it'll I'm sure it'll kill a unicorn there's no way uh, and but you remember back that the the, the unicorns that the, the sunlight shined on, they stopped being mean and they started being nice. And you hope that the sunlight shining forth will cast a light on, on Darkhorn, but there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's barely any light left within her. And behind you, Sparkles, appears once more your father, and he places a hand on your shoulder and says, I'm sorry, I, I lied to you. I, I just wanted you to have a normal life, but I can see now that that was wrong. Darkhorn, you have to let go. You have to let go of all this. I, I know I wronged you, but you have to let go. And Darkhorn goes, Edward, perhaps you're right. And as the soulful music drifts, the the sunlight cracks and shines directly on on Count Darkhorn and uh, the shadow around her cracks and falls away leaving only a spectral ghostly uh, figure of Darkhorn but it's the it's the confident Darkhorn you saw in the painting long ago it's the it's the happy Darkhorn no longer no longer uh, burdened by by the lost love and she gets I thought that because my name was Count Darkhorn, I was destined to be evil, but now I can see that I must just let go. I'm sorry, Sparkles. And I'm I'm sorry, Samuel and Banshee. I, I wronged all of you and I nearly had you killed. But I think when the sun comes, I'll finally die. And as the, as the sunlight shines forth, you can see the two figures of Papa Fishlegs walking away with a, 
with a ghostly horse as they walk into the sun that begins to shine forth. You can see stretching out down across the castle courtyard. The sunlight shines upon the lake and it begins to melt and the fishmen once more begin to climb out and several other ships that you can see frozen in the uh, in the lake begin to begin to, to, to free and you Samuel you can see the the pirates on the on the ships and they all look up and they're they're freed from the icy grasp and um, Banshee you can see the uh, the orc guardsman lying on the the deck and he looks up as the sunlight dawns on him and uh, he just reaches out with a single hand and gives you a thumbs up a rugged <laughs> thumbs up and, you did good kid you did good uh, and uh, sparkles next to the next to the orc walks the ghost of your of you think it's your mother but she's so far away and she licks up and she too gives you a thumbs up like you did good kid you did good and uh the ghost of edward uh and darkhorn walk down past uh, past Mama Fishlegs, your mother, and Mama Fishlegs bows her head, places her hand on the side of Darkhorn, and the three of them all walk off into the dawning sun. And there's a new dawn, a new day. You've all learnt truly who you are deep down. And it's that you're heroes from the power of friendship. I mean, honestly, this explains why I was so bad at swimming. <laughs> it's true. Everybody knows unicorns are terrible at swimming. They got the hooves for it. That was amazing. That was great. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, no, you, no you guys did great. I, I, uh, I thought, you know, I'd let one of you get killed on so many roles, but everybody knows in a good fantasy sci-fi that uh, death is not the somebody end. who dies is destined to be resurrected by destiny. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we left it open. I wasn't sure if I was still dead or not. At the end, I was like, well. Who's to say? <laughs> Who's to say? When has ever being a ghost caught between the mortal realm and the realm of the dead ever had any negative effects on anybody? Yeah. Sure it's Maybe our next adventure is to get sparkles of body in some horrific, like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I hope you guys all had fun. Uh, I hope uh, you had a good. It was a, it was an entertaining story for all of you. What do you guys think? Absolutely, yeah. It's yeah, amazing. No. Really enjoyed it. Uh, Ella, what it, what 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 would be your thoughts? I'm going to go to each of you, and you can all uh, you can all say a, a few final thoughts. I mean, you came through so hard on the evil unicorns. I really wanted <laughs> the unicorns to be vampires, and you just like you did that, and you cranked it up to a hundred. I was just so Beautiful. happy. And then I mean, it's just like ah, oh, they're vampires. I get you. <laughs> and the self-esteem thing as well. It kind of reminded me of the energy vampires and what we do in the shadows. And I just like <laughs> oh, I really yeah, they're just they're just spirit vampires. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was amazing. And then just generally the imagery was really cool. Like I loved like all the big like vistas and like, you know, the like nice. unicorns running across the ice and the dark castle and the flickering sun yeah. and like mm -hmm. yeah, it was it was a good time and also just very fun. I just really enjoyed the unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and my father. My father and my mother. <laughs> like just the twists. <laughs> like, yeah, I of just... course. Well, you've got to have a good twist at a sci-fi fantasy. It was amazing. 
Beautiful. Oh man, I wanted to sing Let It Go at the end, but I figured that Disney probably like, <laughs> should not be toyed with. You. <laughs> yeah. Maddie, your Maddie, your final thoughts. Um, I just loved how, like, towards the end, it was all the things that people found the hardest that they were having to roll for. Yeah, of like, course. No, my one. I was like, I'm gonna make them roll against their weaknesses to over to overcome. What would be? What, what would a, what would an epic uh, fantasy sci-fi action adventure be if the if the heroes didn't overcome their weaknesses and learn to believe in themselves? Exactly. Although I never had to sneak, so that was scanty. Oh, true. I was going to make you guys sneak past some uh, some unicorns, but you found a secret passageway, and that made sense. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. Amazing. David, final thoughts? Yeah, no, I just think it was really... You, you incorporated all of our skills and weaknesses really well. Um, I thought the the story <laughs> beats were, were definitely there. Um, mm-hmm. Which is always great. You gotta have the you gotta have the gotta have the staples of the genre, and I think you, you held to that really well. And yeah, uh, yeah I just I think I could have put good. more sci. I could have put more sci-fi in it. I could have been a bit more sci-fi, sci-fi, but to be fair, you did yeah, literally but... steal the sun and have it's star true. people. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I wanted to try and make the the astrology checks kind of like for, the force, kind of like the force, yes, yes. like you know bit of mysticism that was uh that was you awaken in a strange place uh, again it was uh, come up with uh, by jacob andrews completely made up by by him um from drawfee if you if you search um if you search you awaken in a strange place in jacob andrews you'll be able to find the link to the pdf but you guys can play this game at home it's a it's a lot of fun it's great um and uh yeah uh, I will see you all next time on Realms of Peril and Glory. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to You Awaken in a Strange Place. StarQuest, Darkhorn Rising, starred Maddie Searle, Ella Watts, and David Pello. We would love it if you would go out and support our players today. You can follow Maddie Searle on Twitter and Instagram at Maddie underscore abstract and at snazzytapir.wordpress.com. You can also listen to her on other episodes of Realms of Peril and Glory, as well as her fantasy audio drama, The Prick Willow Papers. Ella Watts can be found on Instagram at Twitter at G-E-J Watts. That's W-A-T-T-S. She is one of the crew over on The Orphans, James and I's other uh, excellent science fiction podcast that you might also enjoy. And finally, David Pello is on Twitter at Pello Ponders. That's P-E-L-L-O-W-P-O-N-D-E-R-S. He is a part of Tin Can Audio, the audio collective in Scotland that makes incredible shows like Tin Can, Middle Below, and the Dungeon Economic Model. Go and check all of them out. They are amazing. James would like me to let you know that you can follow him on Twitter at Barbarosaphone, though you probably shouldn't. And you can follow myself on Twitter and Instagram at ZachFG, that's Z-A-C-K-F-G. The absolute best way of supporting the show is by heading over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic. And you can follow the show on social media at RealmsPod, that's R-E-A-L-M-S-P-O-D. Thank you very much and have an amazing day. Goodbye!
What does feminism mean to you? During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I use my background in journalism and draw on women's life experiences to add to the conversation on topics that matter to fellow feminists like you. Now in its second season, listen to new episodes each month as we explore finding yourself through divorce, battling call-out culture, questioning our ideas about masculinity, and discovering why girls' confidence plummets in their preteens. Guests include Stephanie Kuntz, historian and author of Marriage, a History, April White, author of Divorce Colony, and Loretta Ross, professor on white supremacy and call-out culture at Smith College. Listen to Thread the Needle on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.